the fantasy playoffs are upon us. My internet is uh, is not working very well, which is why we're late. But we have Eric Beinfor on to talk some league winners. And, you know, how about that thumbnail, guys? It's, uh, it's ship chasing. Pat Fryer Helmo. <laughs> This is Flop. This is Flop. Anita Hanjob. Fix your sight. Jamar. Alpha play chase. <laughs> Are you kidding me? You can't handle the heat. He looks like we're finally at this point. You're right. What's up, guys? I forgot to add you during the intro. Hey, look, I don't usually host the show. The, the quality of the show is definitely going to be worse without Pete, who is uh, the. We don't have news of a baby yet, but you know he's he's standing by. So uh, we're without Pete today, uh, and you know it's going to be a little shakier. Uh, what, what can I say, <laughs> Pat? We gotta we gotta address the elephant in the room first. You went. You sold out. You sold out on ship chasing. You sold out on everything that we built here. The the family atmosphere, the community. You went to Big Peacock. You released your new hit single on the air with Matthew Barry, who looked like he was enthralled by by your. I, I, see, I, I was too. I was. I mean, I was enthralled. I did see some uh, some stills of uh, the way Matthew was looking. I mean, I'm. I couldn't look at him too long. I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> it was, I mean, find yourself someone who looks at, at you the way Matthew yes. looks at Pat playing guitar. But it was, uh, it was the biggest knife in the back that I've ever experienced in, in my now, years. I, in this I, I'll say a few things in my defense here. One, the, so the original, this is kind of a sellout move. The original lyric was Pacheco, you're no Rojo, not Pacheco, you beat out Rojo. But then I was like, thank you. Like, first of all, for a, a large audience that like won't have any understanding of my relationship with Rojo, so it's like it's such a weird way to begin a song that's supposed to pump, a pump up song for a project. So I I switched it. Um, the other thing I'll say is that uh, I I knew it wasn't actually going to happen. So you know <laughs> my 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 song uh, prediction ability is quite poor. So I wasn't I wasn't worried in that regard. And then the other thing is I only said things that were true. I said. Uh, you beat out Rojo, which is a fact. And it's because the coaches trust you. Now, I didn't say he was good, did I? I didn't say he was good. So I think it was a little bit less of a, a traitorous stab in the back than everyone else. But look, I get it. I get why there was enough for <laughs> Listen to him defend this. This is, this, tout speak. this is elite tout speak. Yeah. yeah this exactly. is like when you show up on a, a Sunday morning to talk about DFS and you say, you know, this guy's a GPP play. I really like him, but he's <laughs> yeah. just a GPP play. Yeah, and, people right. are, and, and people are like, oh, I'm going to play that guy. And he has one catch for four yards. And you're like, well, I, I said only in tournaments. You know <laughs> what I mean? That's, that's, that, is, that is your defense of this uh, monstrosity of a, a song that you put on for, for, I mean, what, millions of people? I don't think it was millions of people. <laughs> <laughs> no i think uh we like, how good like... is spike week doing over there what kind of numbers do you think these videos do <laughs> yeah we gotta get you gotta get us on the show if millions are on the table pretty pretty close yeah yeah um and you know i will say i i'm a little upset that the takeaway was was you know oh pat he he stabbed his brand in the back. Oh, geez, he's complete betrayal of everything he's ever stood for. I mean, let's talk about the real <laughs> issue here, which is that uh, I had to play through people clapping to 
to what timing? What were this we what were we doing here? The the this one is... and three and a half, as Mike Zakarian put it. That was my favorite comment. This is this is this is very fair. You, I do think, you know, if we're really going to put your grief scale, you know, one to ten, it would probably be ten normally for like Ben said, the backstabbing and everything. But that had to be. T- I mean, you had to be frazzled from the these these guys were that I I felt embarrassed watching these people try to clap try to clap to your your song it's like i'm not i'm not you know i'm not a a a smooth dancer or anything but my god i can clap at least a little bit close to the beat that was that was awful (laughs) yeah it wasn't it wasn't ideal i will say it did make the whole thing a little harder uh but i think i stayed on time pretty well i will say Mm -hmm. i'm not sure i could have impromptu clap to the beat i I wasn't holding that against them too much they didn't get to the beat but i was like you know what i would look just as bad if i was trying to clap and they're they're trying to bump you up a little bit (laughs) (laughs) some slack on that (laughs) i called i called it avant-garde is uh, is how i described it to uh to matthew after i mean it was another banger i i finally broke down and listened to it i i I, (laughs) now you tweeted out you were refusing to listen to it. my first order response was i wasn't going to listen to it and then a few hours later (laughs) i I came up like four times on my twitter thread and i was like obviously i should listen to this so i listened to it and i'll be damned if i wasn't singing that damn song during the chiefs game on sunday i was really pissed off about it but i was like (laughs) score two touchdowns in my head he got in once. That's that's when the that's when the tune starts going. I can't think of the tune right now, and I'm glad. And don't remind me. I don't want to fucking get it in my head again for another <laughs> three days. <laughs> uh, someone in the chat just we don't have we don't have a birth announcement yet. Um, but jeez, uh, it was a good comment here. Now I can't find it. Uh, someone was was wishing. Oh uh, no, someone was wishing. Pete, good wishes. I don't know. Maybe they deleted it. Can't find it. Oh, here it is. Uh, we will miss Pete, but an early congrats on the birth of Chigosium Unconquo Overset. I don't think they're going with that name, but the name has not been announced. <laughs> I just assumed once you sang the song, he was out of here. He's using the the baby as a cover. Sky Overset. Not... I, I kind of like that. I kind of like that. Sky Overset has a ring to it. At least a middle name, right? Yeah. Yeah, little, little Visca any day now. <laughs> All right, so we're, tonight the uh, the order of business is that we're going to be talking about some league winners for the fantasy playoffs. Uh, if we have time, we could also end up doing a draft. I'm literally floating this now live, but we could do some of these playoff drafts that are pretty fun. Um, but I wanted to talk, Eric, you've been tweeting out some stuff about guys that you're most excited to have on your best ball rosters that are advancing. I think it's kind of a fun discussion of like, yeah, we know who got us here, but who do we actually want going forward? And, th- and they can be the same guys. Like, I feel like yep. if you have Josh Jacobs, you're super psyched. Like, it doesn't matter that, you know, it's not like, oh, I don't want Josh Jacobs anymore. But but there are guys, I think, that it's like, I'm really happy if he's on an advancing team or, you know, if you're, a, you know, a season-long team that got to the playoffs, I'm I'm more excited to have this guy um, you know, than a more productive player so far. So, yeah. Wh- who who jumped out to you when you were going through that? Yeah, so I think we should talk about Josh Jacobs like super quickly first because he is like at this intersection of, we've had a ton of conversation um, like in the Spike Week Discord. You know, it's obviously best ball focused. People are thinking about their teams that are advancing and like 
the ship chasers. I imagine uh, not a lot of people were heavy on Josh Jacobs. And that's how I have him in the spike week league. So that's how, yeah, I know that's that's why that's that's why you're winning. And I'm in last, I'm literally in last in, uh, uh, you're up there. So I think you're, I I think Dan is in first, the freaking boss. We bring the boss in and he just takes all, he takes, he takes all our money, but Oh, how's mine and Sean's team doing? I was, uh, you're like 10 points in front of me. I think Overzet's in, right? Where are you? I'm in last. Okay. So you guys are in. Yes. You're beating me. (laughs) um i i onslaughted (laughs) bears i have a bears onslaught which is going about as well as you would expect and uh trey lance uh so i probably have the worst travis kelsey team in all of best ball in that league (laughs) oh you're in last with travis kelsey i'm in last with travis kelsey think (laughs) about how bad that think about how bad that team has to be to be in last with travis kelsey wow dude um also i was also heavily intoxicated during that draft. I drafted, <laughs> I have Michael Gallup, Jamison Williams, like a bunch of guys. It's a 12 team league that like, there's no playoffs. And I drafted right. all these hurt guys who were not going to play for weeks and weeks. So anyway, Josh Jacobs, Josh Jacobs is like a super fascinating use case that I want. I'm really, I really want to see how it plays out because he's obviously been basically the MVP of any form of fantasy, definitely of, of best ball where he was going. Um, I don't know, like his FFPC ADP, but I can't imagine it slipped to any, any level like it did sometimes on underdog, you know, depending upon the draft room you were in, you're getting eighth, ninth round, Josh Jacobs. And that's just an, a stone cold smash. However, he has really, really, really brutal playoff matchups, like a horrible playoff schedule. In particular, in Week 17, he has one of the worst matchups you can possibly have for a running back with the 49ers, assuming run, the 49ers. Run through, run through the schedule, Chris? It the is the Patriots. I am forgetting Week 16. It is the Patriots in Week 15. <sighs> I'm trying to stall for time now while I pull, yeah, while I pull this up. I, should, I was, and it's was the, pulling I, it up myself, so I should have just waited until I had it up. It, no, it's fine. It is Patriots, Steelers, 49ers. So, um, you know... You really 49ers is rough. I, I don't think the other but, two are that bad. I, but from a general scoring environment perspective, like, yes, he's going to get his 20 touches in those first two games or whatever. But like, I, I like to think about it. You guys know I'm like big in the DFS streets and stuff. Like you're not playing Josh Jacobs against the Patriots or the Steelers in DFS. Right. Like last week he played the Chargers and the week he went for a million, the week, the week he went for 300 yards against the Seahawks. He was a pretty good DFS play, assuming he was healthy against the Patriots at high ownership, which is what we're talking about in best ball. Right, right. You're not you're not playing Josh Jacobs. And so do I. That, that's a I, that's a good. Yeah. The caveat of at high ownership, you wouldn't be you wouldn't be excited about it. Do I wish, you know, I drafted more of him to advance more teams. Absolutely. Who the hell doesn't? You know, if I could have Josh Jacobs on basically every team, of course I would. But I think he's really interesting because I, I'm most fascinated to see what his ownership is in like my playoff pods. Right. If he if he's if he's 80% or whatever in my 12 man groups when we advance to the playoffs, you know, when I don't have him, I, I, I'm totally OK with that. It's 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 not what you hope for when you draft. You don't want to draft. <laughs> you don't want to fade the league winners. But when you advance to the playoffs, this is this is the point of the season where this whole conversation is the most important thing. Like, how do I win this tournament? Right? Like, yeah, you, but you he want... was an eighth round, ninth round pick. I think that's the tough thing about not having a lot of them, which I don't. Um, is that like if he was a second or third round pick, now you're going, okay, 
you've got a tough all of a sudden you've got a tough schedule and I'm replacing that with like you know AJ Brown or T Higgins or you know someone who can who can have a big spike week and that Josh Jacobs team might have those guys I mean, you could plausibly have both of those guys on that right, Josh they, Jacobs team. But theoretically, you have someone else. Maybe. I, I'm not this is not a perfect this is not a perfect apples to apples. I'm not I'm not arguing that. But I'm saying if, if the other thing about this that I really want to think about this offseason is if you have Josh Jacobs, theoretically, you've been counting on him. Right? No one right. drafts perfect. I look through my teams. Maybe we'll pull up some of our teams and stuff at some point throughout this. The players that are doing well, right? So Ramondre is more of my Josh. More of, Ramondre <laughs> yeah, that's and Miles, my, my guy too, yeah. Ramondre and Miles Sanders are like my Josh Jacobs. They're, I have a lot of, I, I draft like 50% zero RB teams, just using like best ball mania as an example. Those guys are carrying teams, absolutely yeah. carrying teams. I need them. Like when the playoffs come around, if, 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 I, if I don't get a good game from them, I don't have ba- a backup plan. This isn't like like if you have Josh Jacobs, it's not like you if maybe you did. You know, there are probably some great teams out there, but most teams are like a bunch of meh surrounded by Josh Jacobs. So that's the thing where it comes into play is like it really does start to become this sort of 2v2 conversation where it's not perfect, but if you know that everyone else has this guy and you can you can be okay fading him. It, it, again, it's like in DFS where if everybody's playing Damian Pierce Damian Pierce is probably my favorite example. It's like Damian Pierce is 40% owned. I don't care. I know he's probably going to be okay. Right. But like, is he going to be the guy that buries me? Do I care that I don't have Damian Pierce? Cause he runs for 70 yards and catches three passes and doesn't score a touchdown. No, I don't care about that because it, it's 12 points or whatever. And so, I, I, you know, it's, yeah, but that's it's not total... Josh Jacobs. Josh but... Jacobs is like, Josh Jacobs will bury. He will put you in the ground. Yeah, but I'm saying he puts you in the ground in these matchups that dictate he puts you in the ground. If he Seattle, doesn't have that so matchup. So I push back on that a bit. Like Seattle's not <coughs> this rushing funnel team, you know. They went to overtime there, sure. But, you know, he, he, he hasn't He scored been... a 90-yard touchdown in overtime. <laughs> yeah, it was already That's crushing how... before that, wasn't he? Yeah, of course. But th- Seattle is not a good defense is what I'm saying, right? No one would argue that they're a good defense. We can argue about rushing versus whatever. But sure, like yeah, not, good defenses versus bad defenses are is, is where more I, you know, I know that that's some people don't agree with that. But like it's a good defense or it's a bad defense. I know there's run funnels and pass funnels. But like at the end of the day, if you give up a lot of points and Josh Jacobs gets the ball a lot, he's probably going to score a lot of points. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. So New England, New England's not ideal, especially if you're thinking about it through that lens. And then but Pittsburgh, I mean, Pittsburgh does not have a good defense. So yeah, that that, think, that one I that one would be the one I would be most worried about personally out of the playoffs. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the least important, not the least important week, second least important week. Week 17, if Josh Jacobs does continue to smash, right? So let's envision the scenario where you don't have a bunch of Josh Jacobs, but you sneak a team through into week 17. The 49ers are how many teams would be a worse matchup, do you think, for a run first running back like Josh Jacobs than the 49ers? Not very many. Not very many, because even like the Titans have a probably better run defense or it's close. Um, by, DV- who- by DVOA, it's Titans and then 49ers. And the 49- yeah. the, Titan- the Titans are just an average defense overall. But you can pass on the Titans. So your point about like Josh Jacobs punches in a couple touchdowns, easier to imagine it's the Titans, I think, than the 49ers. Right. 
Right. So anyway, I don't, I didn't mean to make this a, a Josh Jacobs thing, but I think he's a fascinating conversation about how you should be feeling about your teams right now. And like, how do you think about how to win this thing without necessarily the league winners? You know what I mean? Like if you load it up with 50% Josh Jacobs, you're feeling differently certainly than I am right now. But like, how do you think about your team? Because probably most people don't have, there's a reason he was an eighth round pick or whatever. Not a lot of people were probably loading up on him. So how do you, how, how do you think about navigating this, these playoff rounds when you either have, even if you're like above average on, on uh, exposure to Josh Jacobs, how are you navigating these, these playoff rounds with or without him? Right. Ben, does anyone jump out to you as, as dudes that you're psyched to have? Sorry, I'm over here doing uh, main event waivers, which is what the show used to be about, but I don't. That's still a thing. I don't that's actually still, get to draft thing. underdog in my state, as we know. And I, I didn't realize that I mean, Pat and I talked for about two seconds about bring a bipolar on. And I think Pat was just excited <laughs> to talk to bipolar about something that I have really no input on. <laughs> <laughs> it, we're, talk, we're talking about guys that are going to win <laughs> win money for people in the playoffs. Maybe I think it's going to be really interesting um, the way the, the, the postseason goes. and I think It's like, wide open, right? It's wide it's open. It's wide open. I, I mean, I think like – to sum up my feelings on it, it would just be everyone that I already liked before I still think is going to do awesome in the playoffs, right? Like, I think all the, like, teams that didn't make the postseason, that some of the teams that we built that didn't make it are going to be doing very well, frankly. And, I mean, there is some validation for that with, like, a team that I have with Siegel that barely snuck into its league playoffs in FFPC and put up 216 points this week. It's a Hurts AJ Brown, Garrett Wilson, McCaffrey team, and like we've been Tyreek Hill, we've been talking about the upside this team has, and then it had that upside week. Like I think it is a dangerous team in the shootout for FFPC. I think you're gonna have the same thing in best ball. Where like you guys are talking about Josh Jacobs, my I mean I, I honestly got I was doing some waivers, I wasn't listening to a ton, but my main thought <laughs> on that is like there's gonna be a lot of Josh Jacobs teams in. He's good, but he's probably not gonna be the differentiating player, right? Like it's gonna be somebody else i mean I'll, yeah. I'll bring up garrett wilson and some like if mike white keeps starting i think garrett wilson's a, a you know an yeah. obvious smash guy. smash i got yeah. one for you on um <clears throat> a direct pivot to josh jacobs who would you rather I... have going into the playoffs so you this team's making the playoffs you flip over the cards you have this running back versus josh jacobs for the three-week playoff stretch which also applies to the main event ben it also applies to the main event any nfc shootout formats okay this isn't just best ball dude you don't have to tune out. <laughs> so, would you rather have <laughs> would you rather have Josh Jacobs or Travis Etienne, who gets Dallas Week 15, yep, the Jets Week 16, and Houston Week 17? Easy, Etienne. Not a question for me. That's tough. I mean, Jacobs is a 22 point per game score. In terms of, uh, you're talking about one for one in the contest, knowing that Etienne's going to be massively lower owned. Yes. Yeah, well, then yeah, I'd rather have ETN. They'd rather have ETN. But but even straight up, like just it's a lot closer. Ownership aside, up. I feel like it's it close. Be, I mean, you you take Jacobs. I'd probably lean season. Jacobs if you took. You lean Jacobs, but I think it's like you know you wouldn't. So you wouldn't be one, insane to, to to take ETN. One thing I'll say from uh, I, I always go back to this. I think people hate this sometimes, but that's okay. I always go back to again like DFS and think about a DFS projection in any given week. Now, the matchups were not completely neutral. I guess maybe they were this past week. 
Travis Etienne is playing the Lions. Josh Jacobs is playing the Chargers. Those are about equal, I think. Yeah. About equal matchups, right? Let's give or take. Now, the results did not pan out in Travis Etienne's favor, of course. But the projections were not that far off, right? Right. They, if, if you look at a, a, a DFS projection, in, especially in half, half PPR, there's so much variance in half PPR, right? In PPR, and now those two are not a great example for PPR because they're not like major pass catching packs. And it's probably a, a shade to Jacobs. But like in half PPR, it's, it's yeah, uh, definitely in week 17. I totally agree with Liam. I mean, in week 17 against the Texans and Jacobs has the 49ers. <laughs> I, ETN will project for more points. <laughs> ETN will project. CA007 says everyone loves their projected points. Hey, <laughs> season high snap share for Travis ETN last week. Okay. It was a good play. Season good play. low fantasy points, season high snap share. It was a good He's play. A, he pulled a Naji. He pulled a Naji last week. Um, oh God. I was I was gonna ask, what do you think about a couple of guys in his price range? Two two guys. One one who I have heavy exposure to, so this is copium. Miles Sanders. Versus Josh Jacobs. Let me read you Miles Sanders' schedule for the playoffs. He plays the Bears in Week 15, the Cowboys in Week 16, and the Saints in Week 17 for Miles Sanders. And then I'm going to do one more. We're going to do a, th- a little 3v3 because I think these guys are f- actually a little closer than people might say. Then Tony Pollard. So you have these three. They're all like kind of, what, 7th, 8th round pick, something like that. Tony Pollard gets the Jags the Eagles, and then the Titans. I think I, I want Jacobs in both cases. Uh, Sanders has shown a, a really high ceiling in certain contexts, but we've also seen the Eagles be like so good they pull their starters. Uh, so, That's true. Yeah, and I think like so against the, the Saints in particular, I worry like what's that game going to look like? This is a playoff-bound team. Like I'm worried – now you bring up Sanders. I'm like, God, is Hurts is Hurts and AJ Brown going to be a big letdown for me? In the, you know, if I get a team through to the finals, um, mm-hmm. the Bears, you, the Bears, you really run that risk as well. So, the the, uh, I, the, the Bears, he's just gonna, they're gonna smash. The Eagles are gonna smash in a half against the Bears. Right. So right. you just need a, you just need a touchdown or something like that. But in Week 17, I I agree. We're running. Think about the Rams. You know, they folded up shop. Are other teams yeah. are other teams gonna on both ends of the spectrum gonna fold up shop, right? Are the Saints gonna fold up shop? Well, the, the nice thing about the nice thing about the Eagles is they are, are at least going against a team that does not have their first round pick, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. So that is true. They can't tank. That is true. <laughs> um, can I bring up one more that I did tweet about that you uh, mentioned, which yeah, makes me do. sick makes me sick to say out loud. But um, I really didn't draft him, similar to Josh Jacobs, but I want him on teams, and it's Derrick Henry. Oh, yeah. Uh, Derrick Derrick Henry is still the – it it sounds crazy, but it's because – I remember Ben talking about this a lot in the offseason. Like, running back has been, again, extremely low scoring. The Josh Jacobs season feels like a burial if you don't have him, solely because none of the good running backs did what good running backs do and, like, put up big seasons. Right. Yeah. There's in half PPR again, I'm because I'm mostly thinking underdog. Only two running backs even scored 18 points per game. And Eckler barely squeaked. His base barely squeaking at 18 points per game. Derrick Henry isn't even scoring 18 points per game. Josh Jacobs has 20. 
but Derrick Henry is the RB three in half in half PPR. He has not been very good down this last little stretch here, but that's kind of what happens with with Derrick Henry. You know, when when things don't go according to plan for the Titans, but he has the schedule for things to go according for things to go according to plan, and he's not going to be super popular. It's like when we play that two v two Josh Jacobs conversation. Of course, you could have both. But if I had Derrick Henry and like I don't you know uh, uh, whatever some some wide receiver in Garrett the eighth Wilson. round Garrett, Garrett Wilson if I it, perfect Garrett Wilson and Derrick Henry or you know a uh, uh, first round wide receiver and Josh Jacobs Diggs give me the Derrick yeah. yeah give me the Derrick Henry side all day long because he runs into the Cowboys in week seventeen so you have something to worry about a little bit there because that's not a an awesome they're not good against match. the run though like as long right. as you can. I mean, it's tough. The Cowboys look like such a juggernaut, but I don't know. That's like weeks away. Like we know they're not good against the run. We know the Titans are going to try to run. You know, some shit could happen. They, that might not be as imposing as it looks now. And and he's just the guy that if you get there, like if I get there with Derrick Henry, you know, it's not a perfect matchup. I'm okay. Like I, I'm I'm totally fine with that because he can score two touchdowns in any week. It's the same thing can be said for Josh Jacobs, but Derrick Henry is a little bit of a different beast. Than, than Josh Jacobs, and he plays the Chargers in Week 15, who uh, probably wouldn't stop any of the three of us from running, and the Texans in Week in Week 16. And I, I would just rather, yeah, Rob, Rob, Rob is literally sick in bed right now watching the show. By the way, uh, Rob says so for the listeners, men will tout Derrick Henry over Josh Jacobs instead of going to therapy. I mean, this is <laughs> technically true. He's not. He's really not lying. Um, I just but, wanted to bring that up because Rob thoroughly owned me in a video uh, last week. So hey, Rob, owns me, owns, week. Rob <laughs> owns me once a week. Rob owns me once a week. I'm used to it. But in all seriousness, dude, I don't have very many Derrick Henry teams just like I don't have Josh Jacobs teams. But if I have Derrick Henry on a team that's advancing, I think you should be excited. I do too, yeah. Um, and by the way, on that ETN point, uh, as we were talking about them playing Jacksonville, the – ETN is if you're like on the bubble with an ETN team, like he's not helping this week. He gets the Titans. So, you know, maybe even a lower advance rate than it might even seem after the couple duds. Uh, but yeah, I like that call a lot. Uh, I could see Henry smashing. And look, I mean, the week 17 matchup isn't ideal, but, you know, Liam obviously didn't think through it when he said it was a terrible matchup because <laughs> it is on December 29th. It is still in the month of December. <laughs> ETN, by the way, like, I mean, the other reason is the answer is not going to be great is he just didn't start the season well, right? Like, first four weeks, he yep. didn't even have 10 points in half. Then he's had, then he had five straight. Then he hasn't had 10 in his, you know, since week nine. So he's hey, going to be a can you differentiated Champs, Champs comment. Sam said, um, so excited about a bust advancing just because they'll be lower owned. Uh, kind of. Kind of, the answer is kind of. Like, yeah, I mean, not, there, there's there's levels to this. And uh, who's yes. the bust? Who's he talking about? Henry? Derrick Henry the is the RB three. He's not a he's not a he's not a bust. He's the like, RB three in in uh, in half. Is that right? Correct. In half point PPR, he's the RB. He's the RB three. A bust would be like I'm trying to just an early round Debo. Debo would be a bust. So like it's it's different from getting a bust through. That projects really poorly. Probably yeah, Debo. Yeah. If you like, you're losing points to Debo. Keenan Allen. Let's use Keenan Allen. Najee Harris. Ke- 
Najee. If you get Najee through, who like, cares? Who gives a shit? Because he can't win you the week. Right. If you get Derrick Henry through against the Jaguars and the Texans, he can he can win you the tournament. Yeah, Liam says bust if they have ceilings. Mike Williams, Swift. Yep, Swift is actually an interesting one. I, I don't know. I might I might leave him off my list. I'm not sure he can win you it. What do you think, think about Swift? I mean, he had 50 percent of snaps last week, and we're all like doing victory laps and cartwheels. Like <laughs> he had 50 percent, 51 percent snap share. Like this is this is what this season has done to us. We think that's good. That's bad. That's bad. 51% is bad. So I don't know. I don't view him as like a potential league winner, to be honest. I, 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 I guess a little bit more optimistic than you. Uh, he's been getting used in the red zone a little bit, in the green zone, along with Williams. Obviously, Williams is going to get the short yardage carries, but uh, Swift has at least two green zone touches, four straight weeks, catching passes again. Lions are getting – like into the discussion for the playoffs or two games out. I mean, they got early. They got schedule. fucked by that tie. That tie, I think, like really lowered their odds. Yeah, which is so brutal. The stupid Commanders and Giants tying. Like, but they got. I mean, they got something to play for at least. They're they're playing well. I was worried about Swift getting shut down three or four weeks ago, but they've won four of their last five, and they're in position now to at least try to win games, which is what you want. <laughs> You know, if you're if you someone who was drafting Swift, Novo Sox says Swift could kill a high advance rate oh, to yeah. Walt Williams, which is a kind of a gut punch, but true. It's, it's true. true. Yeah. Would you rather have Swift? Would you rather have Swift or Jamal Williams? I mean, I'd rather have Jamal Williams because I had to pay so much less to get him. So my team, yeah, but with if you're Jamal saying Williams contingent, con- yeah, but contingent on being in the Contingent on being in, and I all I know about the team is that it has Swift or Jamal Williams. I want Jamal Williams because oh. I'm gonna t- turn that over, and hopefully, I'm gonna find a great wide receiver on, on, on you know, instead of a hopefully, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Hopefully. God, I, hope I mean, so. maybe not because okay, there's like no put ADP that- aside. Assume that your third round pick on your Jamal Williams team is out for the year, and your uh, whatever 12th round pick on your on your Swift team is out for the year. Then, what do you prefer? Straight uh, up. I mean, I'd rather have Swift than yeah. Jamal Williams as, like, if Swift you... Swift has w- more upside. He does. Yeah. He does have upside. We yeah. got if you're holding out everything upside. equal, you'd rather have Swift, I think. Yeah. We accomplished um, uh, getting Pat's it that he has upside. The, the chat was tell, asking... If he has more I, upside I, than I, Jamal <laughs> Williams, who had a 30% snap share last Elite. The chat was asking if I'm okay. For anyone who, who cares in the chat, uh, I've been sick for, like, a week. I'm just getting over it. I probably sound Jesus, like this... You... I... I I just recovered basically today uh, from from an illness. So uh, this is and Rob with, yeah, has I mean, been sick. Don't have but kids. I was, yeah, I, well, a, I don't. Seven and eleven year old who are amazing, but they're also they they have gotten sick like literally five times this fall, <laughs> and they keep getting us sick. I'm not. That's not a. That's not an exaggeration. I don't have kids. I just employ <laughs> Rob Coakley, who apparently just gets me sick all the time. Ben just died for the bit. He's like, I yes. just so I just can't get over it, and then he died. <laughs> <laughs> it's really committed to this bit. I can't laugh without coughing. <laughs> can we can we pivot the conversation away from all the goddamn running backs? Because yeah, people yeah, let's, are people, let's stop talking about running backs. What about non-running backs? Who's a non non-Garrett Wilson? Because I think we're all excited for Garrett Wilson. Non-Garrett Wilson, non-running back that uh you want to have on your team. Uh, let me pull up his schedule because I don't know it off the top of my head. But one guy that jumps out to me 
Uh, and it's not a great schedule, but I, I'll say anyway, uh, Chris Olave, who I don't think has really helped people do anything for a while. I mean, he hasn't been bad, obviously, but I, you know, he's not exactly like getting you there like Garrett Wilson has recently. Um, but dude is good. He's really, really good. And he's like, he's clearly the number one team, number one option on his team. He's a deep threat. That gives him a lot of upside. It gives him touchdown upside, you know, even though he's on, not on a great team. So I think you, you talk about like who could have a big ass spike week that gets a team through Chris Olave. Absolutely good. And I don't, I don't think he'll I be like, like mega high owned. No, he's yeah. been like, uh, I talked about him earlier. We'd had a show earlier today. He's been like fancy Curtis Samuel this year. Mm. Like a little, like that's Curtis so Sam- mean. I, well, <laughs> life is not, life is not fucking fair. Okay. I'm sitting, we're sitting, at, we're, we're all sitting and talking about, uh, he's basically been Paris Campbell. Yeah, exactly. Look, you guys have been talking God about damn. waivers for 13 weeks. I've been talking about best ball for 13 weeks. Life is not fair. So Chris Olave, <laughs> with his millions of dollars in the bank, can fucking deal with the fact that I called him fancy Curtis Samuel. But it's kind of true. Like he's been good, like you said. You want him on your team, but you don't. He wasn't like propelling you anywhere. He's he's fine, but he does have the upside in the in the playoff weeks, and he he plays Atlanta in week 15 and Cleveland in week 16 Philly in week 17 is not ideal, but if, if the, if the Eagles are playing for something, you know, you want to, you want to really gal brain it with a Hertz AJ Brown stack and you want to run back. Olave is the guy you want, right? Over yeah. anybody yeah, else yeah. on the scene. For sure. You uh, asked that question. And the first position I thought of was tight end. Cause I think it's obviously just so vital to have some points there at all, frankly, to to match like Kelsey, what Andrews can do, what we know Andrews can do, obviously. You got Goddard hurt now. Uh, you got Waller out. Pitts is obviously long gone. Kittle can do it, but like Ertz is hurt. Like there's – you're going to need tight end points, right? Um, I think Pat Fryermuth. Yeah, I was going to say, yes, three-game 100%. Run, and then – Hawkinson's obviously a guy who, since he's been in Minnesota, has been a lot more involved, than, but hasn't done – I mean, he's been good, but he hasn't done it like a ton, ton. He probably has a pretty good advance right? actually. I'm looking at half PPR. He's, he's a clear tight end three because, like, tight ends just suck. He's done something, yeah. so that makes him That's not because of him, though. Like, yeah. I, 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 late round – like, Taysom will have a higher advance rate than Hawkinson will. Because, Taysom, like, Taysom is, is – is he tight end four and half PPR points? I think so. Yeah. Oh my god. Isn't that sickening? Isn't that isn't that sickening? Oh my god. That's crazy, man. <laughs> we gotta I, call Elon. I think and if, make sure he deletes Davis's Twitter account if Taysom's on the winning uh best ball mania I mean, team. He's gonna have a good advance rate. Holy yeah. shit. What if what if, if Taysom we, is playing quarterback in week seventeen? Well, then it's not then, going to happen. They have Jameis the inside for all this of This was us. my pushback since August. Like that was never. What if they gave thing. up? What if they give? What if they punt the season? But why would they put Taysom? Gonna... I don't know. Why are they playing Andy Dalton? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they already punted the season. Let's <laughs> yeah. go back to Jameis. <laughs> no, the da- the downside for us uh, with with Davis taking the biggest victory lap of all time, well deserved <laughs> victory lap as well, because yes. it's like he got he got you there, and then he's and then the thesis of the play actually pays off. It's just too. Well, he would just be too right. I don't think anyone. I know. I just, and if you want some taste of propaganda, right. he didn't play forty percent of the offensive snaps in any game from week one 
through week nine. And then he's played 40%, 42, 49, 46. He's ticked up. His two games in the highest in the 30s were weeks eight and nine. Prior to that, he'd only had one game. He had hit 30% was his peak in the first six weeks. Like his monster game in week five or whatever was a 30% snap share. But then like they started to use him around like week eight more. These last couple weeks, he's actually been, I mean, he caught two passes last week. First time all year, this tight end. He got three targets and two catches. Those were season highs for him. He caught a touchdown. <laughs> he ru- he's rushing. He's throwing at least one pass every, like, you know, basically every game. He has a pass attempt every game since week five. I mean, this dude's actually, like, live to have some games here in the playoffs. Oh, God. All I'm right. sick to here my stomach. Go. Can we go back to Firemouth so I don't uh, vomit? Yeah. <clears throat> uh, because Fryermuth is the non-vomit. Is the well, non-vomit the, right the baseline there. here is Taysom Hill. <laughs> so, so, yeah. I think uh, Fryermuth, also not a guy I was on in the preseason. Uh, okay. But, I mean, if we were drafting for just the fantasy playoffs, like, I don't know that – I don't think there's any tight end I would take over him other than Kelsey and Andrews. And, I like – Who's even in the conversation? Like he's Hawk, he's got Hawk, Hawkinson. No, I, I I want him over. He's got he's got the Raiders in week sixteen. He's got the Ravens in week seventeen. Those are both very good matchups. Very good. Panthers matchups. are fine. Panthers Panthers are fine. Are fine. Week yeah, that's true. That yeah, that's not that's not brutal at all. So you know, I've had to sit here on the show listening to these Kenny Pickett slappies every week, telling <laughs> me he's going to have a ceiling. I'm still waiting for him to show anything, but. If we get anything out of Pickett, I think it's rolling through Fryermuth. He leads the team in yards per out run. He's been he's got the most target opportunity now uh, in terms of weighted target weighted uh, targets per out run on the team, uh, just ahead of Deontay Johnson there, and he actually does something with his targets. So I, I think he's exciting. I hate a it. Good game last week. If they just wouldn't have had to settle for four field goals, I mean they they are so bad at finishing drives, and that's the Russell Wilson of rookie quarterbacks. Yeah. yeah. So frustrating. Oh, he's got baby hands. What about Dolchich? <laughs> well, Dolchich obviously is. I mean, you would you are you arguing him for him as the tight end three, or are you just saying what no, 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 no? Okay. But like, who? What tight ends? Do you, I mean, tight end is kind of a fun conversation. I'm glad Ben brought it up. Like, other than Travis Kelsey and Andrews, but even Andrews, I know even we Andrews. have the hunt. Even I know we have the Andrews Huntley narrative, which is a little bit of nonsense. It's fine. But like he, Travis Kelsey is in a tier of his own. Outside of those two guys, who do you want? Like, you. Want, I think I think Dulcich is is fine and a good guy to have on this list because there's nobody. But yeah, I will yeah. play devil's advocate and say, I mean, we've never seen any improvement in Denver's offense. Obviously, last week was pretty exciting for Dulcich because he got like early in the game they had like ten or eleven carries and literally only three completions, and they were all the Dulcich. They were all these little rollout like first read passes to Dulcich. It was very clear they wanted him to be a pretty big focal point, but like they can't throw for 200 yards. I don't really see how he <laughs> like has a massive ceiling, you know? No, yeah. I agree. I actually agree with you. As much as I want Dulcich to be the guy you need, uh, who does though? Probably not the guy you need. Who has a who has a massive ceiling? We've we, right. we named Pat no Fryermuth, and like I like him too. I'll, I, I'll... I I agree. But like that's not a massive ceiling. That's like six for sixty in the touchdown or something like that. Njoku. I'll name a guy. Njoku. That's yeah. what I was going to name. Njoku. Yeah. Who, who I saw some sharp people on uh, as best ball season was wrapping up. And that 
I was I was like I had I clearly hadn't thought through this one enough, so I started drafting him a bit more. Um, I'm glad I did because yeah, but he gets Baltimore. Oh, beautiful! God damn it! While we wait for him, I'll I'll say some other names as I'm looking through this that I yes. think are like really thin, right? But like Cole Komet has had a few splash plays, but very mm-hmm. thin. Gerald Everett has lost a lot of snaps and routes. Very thin. Oh, there he is. He's back. You froze. Oh, he froze again. Tyler Higby <laughs> has had some good moments, Higby's but the Rams dust. suck. I mean, now yep. you got Baker Mayfield coming in. Who's it going to be? Evan Ingram, I don't think is all that great. Hayden Hurst just got hurt. Mike Kosicki's not even getting like targets anymore. Noah no. Fant runs fewer routes than his teammate Will Disley. Like those guys. Like Fant had a decent game this week. It was his second touchdown of the year. It was his right. fourth game with more than three catches all season. He's what like, about? Here, here's one. You'll, you'll, Henry, you'll nothing. Not you'll like this one because he uh, is tied to your punt tight end du jour of last season because he's on the same team. But now with Mike White, what about Tyler Conklin? Yeah, I mean, didn't we draft him? But like, it, like you're goddamn right. Like, I drafted Tyler Conklin. I drafted all these bums that haven't done yeah. goddamn anything at tight end all Honestly, season. He's like. <laughs> The only issue for him is that Garrett Wilson's too good for Conklin to catch any passes lately. Davis tough, is but... back. Elijah's playing. Michael Carter's about to come back. It's right. tough. It's like the reason he was hitting earlier was they didn't have all that. And also Zach Wilson just seemed to love him. But I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he's not he's not dead by any means. I mean, of all these names we've said, Conklin is like I would rank reasonably high on this list. Right, he's in the top 15 of tight ends you want or something right. like that. Which like yeah. it's like crazy to say out loud, but it is it is true. I'm trying to look at the list here. Hayden Hurst? He's hurt. Any anything? Yeah, but like let's assume When he comes back he, maybe. Yeah. Let's assume he's fine not this week but next week. He's fine for the fantasy playoffs. Yeah, Hayden Hurst. I mean, he could score some touchdowns. The problem is like you like if Kelsey hits for ceilings, a Kelsey team's going to win. Yeah, it's over. You can't like Hayden Hurst can't have enough. Like you're hoping for a touchdown, you know? There's too many teams in this. Is Kelsey I mean, Andrews pick- has a ceiling. Kelsey Kittle could, you know, could run hot. Hawkinson, Fryermuth was a guy where like he could have eight catch games at least. Taysom Hill is a guy who has a ceiling. Yep, but there's not a lot of like we're we're getting thin here. If if given like this conversation, if there was one player you could have setting aside owner, right? We did the ownership talk with Jacobs. That's a lot of copium. Trust me, I've done the I've done the Jacobs copium for weeks now. If there's one player you could have on a team heading to the playoffs, uh, it could be FFPC or um, you know underdog. Is it Kelsey? Yeah, I think so. I think he's the most important player in fantasy. Right he's now. more about val- like I keep saying Jacobs is the most valuable player, and like I kind of think so, but it's Kel it's Kelsey, right? I it's think it's Kelsey. Kelsey. Yeah, I think it's Kelsey over Jacobs, and I think that's he's averaging like. seventeen half PPR points per game, which is like really good, obviously for a tight end. But you know, like raw points is not that astronomical. The tight end two is averaging eleven. Right. <laughs> he oh he's he's not that far from doubling up the second best tight end. He right. is doubling up the tight end six. <laughs> like that's, that's absurd. That's absolutely and, and absurd. Again, we talk about ceiling. Like we were just sitting here going through all these players. Now they don't have ceilings, but Kelsey has 
40 half PPR. in the back. Yeah, he has two 30-point half PPR games. He's put up like 15-plus in half PPR a million times, which is like the ceiling you're hoping for from a lot of the guys we just mentioned. Is like, that guy could score 15. You know, like that's what you're hoping for. Please, now, but, God, Pat Fryermuth, get me 15 points. That's 100% what you're hoping. Right. And I like him. I like, like he. I agree with Pat. But, like, Kelsey is, like, he's just putting out 15 every week. Right. And, like, and, 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 then, and then the Jacobs thing comes into play. The Ramondre thing comes into play. The Garrett Wilson thing comes into play. It's, like, if I have any of those guys with Travis Kelsey, I just have – I have you I have you so cornered. Like, it's so hard to make up those points. Right. Somebody's got that combination somewhere. So, if Kelsey differentiates that much, you have to have a really perfect roster if you don't have tight end points to then win. Pat, you were making. Oh my God, is he frozen again? God he damn it, Pat. Again. Oh, there oh, he oh, is. Oh, we see you moving now in here. I, 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 dude, I was about to defend Josh Jacobs and my internet went out. It's a oh, fucking God, sign. This is so good. This is. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to tell him to get to the Njoku point before his internet went out again. And he's there talking about and Josh then, Jacobs. And he's. And he... <laughs> Look at this that's face. You fucking Look at this get smile. That's what this this is the this is the smile of someone who was intending to talk about David and Joku, but but couldn't help but talk about Josh Jacobs again. That is this is the smile is. of somebody who backstabbed his best friends, yeah. went on Peacock and played a song about Isaiah Pacheco for the for the, the you know the, the bit. He he capitulated. As uh, as Leon, as Leone would say, he capitulated to this the is, big big peacock. Big peacock. This is a fitting uh, moment for Pat as retribution for that capitulation. What about other positions? though? we talked about Alave. We talked about Garrett Wilson. What about what about what about? Is there any quarterback that could possibly make you like feel Ooh. excited? That's a separator, or you know, because it's it's kind of like. The quarterbacks that smashed, smashed, and we yeah. kind of expected it, you know. But is there anyone that you are like more excited for now than maybe his ownership will be? I haven't dug into the matchups enough, and for QB, it would be pretty matchup dependent. Yeah, but I mean, we've seen ceilings from the Jared Goffs of the world, like it, it like the way that now that that team has. Jameson Williams, potentially. I mean, that's another guy that could be pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. You're talking about him only ran two routes this week, but potentially ramping up and being an impact player. They actually don't have a great schedule. They get the Jets. Carolina's not a bad matchup. But Chicago in Bears. Week 17 is yeah is is nice. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I mean, Mike White, obviously. Everybody's got him loaded up on their best ball rosters. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, all my all my white my white shares yes nobody's got gino oh man gino could be that dude i know liam drafted a little bit of gino but gino's definitely gino's definitely one i would be i would be excited for if you happen to draft him again san fran's like not a great matchup but kansas city they're gonna have to keep up and the jets turned out to be a bad kind of a bad passing matchup but like I think there could be a little bit of back and forth in that game, so it's it's okay. I was there was somebody that I'm somebody totally just mentioned missing. Watson in the chat. I I mean Watson looked rusty. I don't think it's Awful. like I mean he 
the last season he played, he led the NFL in yards per attempt for a 4-12 and team. The guy who's leading in yards per attempt right now is Tua on a good team. I think Mahomes is right behind that. Burrow, usually you're passing in with leads, and you're not throwing a lot against deficits late to, to lead the league in yards per attempt. The fact that he led the league in yards per attempt on a 4-12 and team. I mean, this guy's actually really good at football for as much of an asshole as he seems to be. But he what? looked rusty. Yeah, it was really good. It, it was, right. Maybe he'll be good next year. I, I, it's tough for me to see that he'll be good. That like It's hard right. to turn that around. I mean, honestly, like it's cliche as hell, but I, I just kind of hope that he doesn't. He like isn't. Like if, like if there's one thing I want is that I don't want the, everyone that was like, yeah, I'm going to draft Deshaun Watson in every league. Not if you did that, it doesn't make you a bad person, but I just like, I don't want you to get paid off for that. Like I just, I agree. I, just, I hope, I hope that he does terrible. I didn't, dra- um, I, did, I, I didn't draft him either. And it's, uh, I, I understand why, why people did, but I, but I also yeah. think, I also think there was a reason to say he, I think he could be a potential small little lesson of assuming, right. Guys, assume, back. Yeah. assuming everything is fine. Right. And like assuming two years ago, like you were assuming two fucking seasons ago. <laughs> well, that, and that, also that, like the human side of it, guys play with confidence. They play with certain like, untouchability at, you know as as athletes he did and he but did. one of the guys when we talked about this a little bit in the offseason one of the guys i thought a lot about obviously not a football player was when tiger woods came back after his whole thing and suddenly all the crowds were booing him and yelling at him and stuff and he played like shit all of a sudden he was like not as good i mean he had some physical stuff too but like you could tell there was a difference for him from when all the crowds were rallying behind him in his prime and he owned every golf course he was on to where like there was a stretch right after he came back, everyone was like very anti-Tiger. And then that sentiment switched back more recent years. Everyone's been pro-Tiger again. But like it was hard for him to come back from that and be like immediately good at golf again. Like you it, it affects your psyche, I think, probably to a degree mm-hmm. to get a whole bunch of negative interactions. And I'm sure Watson's getting plenty of those. I don't know. It'll be interesting. You think? Uh, he's probably he's, he's probably, probably getting he's probably plenty of people at, like in, in Houston. I'm sure he was hearing plenty of stuff behind the sideline. God, what a what an insane uh, scheduling moment from the NFL. The other thing is just like, dude, like if you don't do your like, I, I'm not gonna sit here and pretend I'm like awesome at fantasy analysis in uh, to begin with. If I don't do it for two years, and then and then or let's say I don't do it for a year and a half, and then I come back and I start to do it a little bit, and then you say, okay, but now you can't do it for four months and then and then come back like would i be good at it no and that's we're talking about fantasy but he was still doing it he's still doing it he was like not really was he it wasn't like he's sitting around well yeah but i mean he wasn't playing defenses the the interception he threw in the end zone looked like a dude who had not read an yeah fair enough in a lot of years like he just completely lost track of the safety guy runs right underneath and catches it right in the middle of his chest like that's just you have not played in nfl speed and red coverages other than you can go out you can go out and train you can go out and train every day you can go out and throw passes to your buddy you can go out throw passes to x x nfl player you cannot like i mean i can only fucking imagine how hard it is against an nfl defense right and that was a shitty nfl defense he played the texans he played the texans (laughs) he couldn't do anything defense the qb we haven't mentioned because it's too obvious though is tua like tua can be yeah yeah late round qb that is the qb one for 
the the playoffs. Also, like mm-hmm. you might you're probably helped by the fact he just had a total dud last yeah. week. I think that's yep. probably good for you, uh, in the sense that you know maybe there's less two teams in. Wait, but before we move on, or I just want to take us back to what you guys are talking about when my internet was freezing, and it'll probably freeze again <laughs> as we try to talk about it. <laughs> um, but we're waiting for the Njoku breakdown. Well. God damn it. <laughs> Literally never going to get the Joku breakdown. Fade David and Joku. If you uh, DM <laughs> support at underdog and get David and Joku off. The He's fucking cursed. Right when Freed. he started talking about a Joku again. I mean, a Joku is not the guy you need, clearly. I mean, that's what we've learned. Somebody out there does not want to hear the Njoku case. I really like Njoku too. I'm really sad now. Oh, he was he was good for like a minute. We kept talking without him, and he was fine over there. I was like, all right, we'll kick it back to Pat. We're good to go. He's he's ready to talk. Beautiful. Do you think um, <coughs> some somewhat factoring in the Watson thing with Njoku though? I am kind of interested in Njoku. I'm freaking tearing up, tearing up. Um, Too good. So, like, how would you equate Watson coming back to how you feel about Njoku moving forward? I think Watson just elevates the ceiling of the past game, right? Like, but I also think the floor that, is the floor. You think like Brissett floor versus Watson floor is probably the same? But yeah, I mean, you're talking about like pass attempt ceiling. Like, I I think the ways that Cleveland was playing. They're going to play differently. I do think, like, for how – and Joku was running pretty hot. Amari Cooper's been running incredibly hot. He's, uh, like, way up there. For, he's at a season-high fantasy points per game. Mm-hmm. I mean, a career high uh, by a good margin. I'm going to pull it up. He's at – well, in half PPR, he's just barely above. In, in full PPR, he's – no, he's just barely above in full. What stat was I looking at that he's at a career? I don't know, but um, – Probably targets. Oh, it's they targets per out run. Yeah. Targets per out run, he's been massively higher than ever before. It's exactly what it is. He's like a 21%, 22% peak guy in his best years, and he's at like 24 to 25 right now, which is getting up to like really elite levels or the lower end of elite levels. And I was thinking, you know, and I've read about it a little bit in Ceiling Signals, I think that like – it's tough to go from a situation where you're suddenly hitting targets per route at a career rate. Like that's, you almost don't want anything to change. And the quarterback yep. changing is obviously a big element. Wouldn't you want, so like, this is a, a, a follow-up question. Amari was a smash. Honestly, DPJ was a smash. Chubb was a smash. And Joku was a smash. I know we can sit here and pipe dream about Watson elevating the ceiling of the offense. But if you had them on a team, I did not draft a lot. I drafted a decent clip of Njoku, but that's about it. Little DPJ. If if you have them on a team, wouldn't you just want the status quo? Right. Like, like, like Brissett made those guys good. Like Amari was a it's stone just a, It's smash. a good lesson in like everything is going great. Yes, Watson's better than Brissett, but it's not a simple math problem that Watson's better than Brissett, and so everything's going to get better. Yeah, right. It's not mad. Like, everything was running hotter for some of these players, like Amari's targets per run, and Joku's points, fantasy points, production, have been running hotter, I think, than he's ever run in his whole career. His yards per target's off the chart, though, so. Right, so, like, how, 
how can Watson improve that? Like, I think there's a lot of people that are like, well, well he could help Watson sustain. Comes back, he's going to get better, right? He could yeah, help sustain same. the current production level because Njoku was never going to be able to sustain what he was doing with Brissett. He was like super hot in yards per target. Was always going to regress. I see. I think you'd much much rather have Watson because you're getting this week 13 and maybe week 14 period where they absolutely suck ass, which is like, you know, weeding out some of these weaker Browns teams. And if you've built really strongly and you have Browns, wouldn't, wouldn't you rather go in with less Browns against you? And then, and then I think Watson undoubtedly gives you higher upside in like the week 17 shootout. Potentially. Yeah. Fair. But what, were, fair. what was your case on in yeah, well, I, I, it's it's so built up now, and I'm actually expecting my internet to freeze any <laughs> yeah. second now. Uh, now that we're about to talk about it, get to it. <laughs> but it's not it's not that complicated. Uh, he he gets the Ravens week 15, which is a pretty solid matchup. Gets the Saints uh, week 16, and he was he's been pretty efficient this year. And I think Watson gives decent upside, and he's not going to probably have a high advance rate because he got hurt, and he's he didn't do anything. You know, he's probably not doing anything for you to help you get in over like the second half of the season. So if you happen to have him tacked on, I think you feel pretty good. But I wanted to push back on the Kelsey. Were you guys saying that you would rather have Kelsey than Josh Jacobs on these teams? If you flip, if that's the only thing you know about the teams, because that's kind of crazy. About, guys. No, who's the he, most important player? Like, who's the mo- when, yeah. when you get when you get to the playoff round? Yeah. Who would you? Who is yeah, the most I, important? I mean, player even the way you framed it, I think I would take Kelsey. Yep. No. And you're gonna do the ADP thing again, but I still think Kelsey can That's be the whole such game. a different. No, it's not. Not in the playoffs. It is not outscoring your opponents is the most important thing. But I'm, but Josh I'm saying Jacobs. the team that if I know if all I know about a team is that it has Josh Jacobs, you know, and it's advancing, it probably yeah you can say sure it could have Debo or whatever, and you don't feel great about your first second round pick. But I still think like the chances that you get a disappointing result from Travis Kelsey against Denver in week 17 or Seattle in week 16. There's a bunch of teams that are just going to get, that are like basically carried by Kelsey. They're just, they're just like, okay, but not those teams. Cause those teams are not going to win a disappointing result for Travis Kelsey still makes him probably the tight end. I mean, like how disappointing because he can obviously yeah. have a, a total floor, but he can have a down game for him based on his current game log and be the tight end three of the week. Right. And then if he has one spike game, <laughs> that's he can fair. I mean, and and Jacobs has a down game, and suddenly like he just doesn't matter because if Jacobs has a down back. game, that's it. That's the that's the argument. If Kelsey has a down, this is we're not talking about you know all the game theory, all that shit, all the ADP value. If Kelsey has a down game, he could still easily be on the winning roster. He could distance himself from the tight end field in a down well, game that's like 12 points for Travis Kelsey that's the tight end two on the year I'm I think you guys even... are your argument is essentially like if we're drafting and by the underdog, underdog should do this this is a this is a million dollar deal right here just draft <laughs> for not for the playoffs for the for the fantasy playoffs playoffs let us live yeah. let us just like be part of the three-week push even if we don't have could you imagine you get one in live you know who cares yeah, yeah my preseason team didn't make it to the final round but I got one from this three-week playoff push team that did. That'd be fun. Um, but it sounds like, to me, like you guys are saying, Travis Kelsey should go ahead of Josh Jacobs in in a draft that was that, which I which I have no argument against. But I'm also arguing that Kelsey is more valuable. More valuable. considering ADP. I think I would go that far. I don't think so. I mean, Liam I saying, like, Jacobs having Debo, et cetera, is exactly <coughs> what I'm more excited about Josh Jacobs' team. Like, that's not like a slight, like, 
tweak to the argument I make. Like they, that is the whole argument. Is no, that, I know. Like, That's the whole argument. But every Jacobs team has one of those. So you're not like you're still competing against all these other Jake. And, and I know I understand like you're competing against all the like, Kelsey teams too. But, and like, so you're more likely to be able as a Jacobs team, you're more likely to be able to ride out the storm of a bad Jacobs week. Then I think a Kelsey team's more like likely to be able to ride out the storm of a bad Kelsey week. Not in week seventeen, but you have to get to week seventeen. Yeah, I yeah definitely. That's that's the ADP part. But we're talking about weeks like most valuable. Sure, in players, week seventeen. Tra- in week seventeen, I want Travis Kelsey. And for and sure. I can and Travis Kelsey in you, you're only playing and against twelve people. The in same logic. In yeah, week the 16. same logic applies to fifteen and sixteen, doesn't it? You're only playing against 12, 11 other, 11 other people. Travis Kelsey can score eight points and you can still advance. I'm not saying, I guess, you, to be honest, you want Travis Kelsey to score eight points. So when you're wanna, saying you want to go to five, right. get, get rid of all the yeah. other Travis Kelsey teams. Yeah. Pat, when you're saying you'd rather have Kelsey in 17, you're saying he's the biggest differentiator, which is sort of the point that we're making, yeah. right? Yes. He's the biggest differentiator. He's the biggest differentiator, but he's not. It isn't a one v one because right? of ADP. No, because of the ADP, it's not. It's a little ever bit close. So I'll admit like, it's close, but I think yeah. I would still rather have the the tight end differentiation in my roster every week with how bad tight end is. We just went through this. Like, yeah, it's very. We bad. can't even buy five guys bad. that have like fifteen point <laughs> upside in a given week. One of them it's plays terrible. like halfback, quarterback, each back. The first, the first fucking like. guy you said was. Fryermuth as the uh, no, no, do not do not trash Pat Fryermuth. I think yeah. he's got legit upside. I'm excited like, about Pat dude, we, If what we did this at running upside? back, if we just at running back, yeah. how many running backs could outscore Josh Jacobs in any given week? We would we'd be here all day. Like there's a, we, a yeah, massive true. number. Jacobs can have a 15 point game very easily. Frankly, it's he's done that more than other weeks. If Kelsey does that, it's still great at his position. Jacobs does that, he's a lock to be like RB10 or worse. Right? There's going to yes. be guys that have more than 15. Yes. Exactly. Can we bring up some? Uh, I love that. I had a couple of running backs that are a little more off the board. Do it. That like make that the the, the very first one that makes my list. That's like okay. If I could have again, this is a stupid ass exercise. Travis Kelsey and this guy versus Josh Jacobs and somebody else or whatever is he's not the same ADP. So the chat's gonna tell me I'm stupid or whatever. But what about like Donta Foreman? You have an 18th round running back who's uh, been in a stone-cold smash after they traded CMC, frankly, a little bit before they traded CMC, who is efficient as hell, has proven for multiple years now. He is he is super Titans did him dirty, man. He was great for them, and then they're like, no thanks. Why goodbye. did they just why did they just kick him to the curb? I don't they, know. They just, man. They're good players. They just always kick all their good players to the curb. It doesn't make And Josh sense. Norris before the season was like, or in the offseason, at some point before it happened, he was like, Yeah, they prefer Dontrell Hilliard. Like he he I don't know how he knew, but he was right. But it's like, dude, but why? Yeah. But why? I mean Hilliard, Hilliard? passes, but Foreman is like really good at football. Like he's a good, he's a good running back. Again, I if I like the call. He popped up on the injury report, so, somewhat surprisingly, off a bye with a foot injury today. Your answer might actually be Chuba Hubbard, who might also Chuba. be a good football player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but the Carolina backfield, either or, they both got they were both like seventeenth, eighteenth round picks. Foreman is the guy who's actually good. Chuba kind of sucks, but either way, like we have it again. Pittsburgh people were saying with uh. Jacobs, Pittsburgh is a fine matchup. Okay, so he gets Pittsburgh in week 15. He gets the Lions in week 16. And That's then he gets good. Tampa Bay. Not amazing, but I mean, Tampa Bay's not great there. against the run. They're whatever. But get, yeah, they're fine. And get me there, 
right? Didn't he just cook the Bucks actually in their first matchup? He had like he had a hundred yards and a touchdown, I think. Oh yeah, yeah, because that's the game they completely dotted. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, Donta Foreman is like, if I want to, if I want a running back, I feel like he's one of the guys you want. That's I like one. I want Zonovan Knight, but we can't have Zonovan Knight. We can't have him. Did he get drafted? He was no. on their roster in September. I mean, they only had four backs. It's vaguely possible somebody accidentally drafted Zonovan. Is he really? Is he really going to uh, cuck Michael Carter from any fantasy production? Like, what do you think about that? What do you think? I think Knight looks like sort of the Brees Hall role, and Ty Johnson's oh, sort of been playing the Michael Carter role. And when Carter comes back, he's going to sort of play the Michael Carter role. And but he was about fifty percent of snaps with Carter out, so I don't think Zonovan's going to be like. A true lead back, right? Right. Well, I mean, so part of the 50% snap thing is interesting because typically with a guy like him or a Deontay Foreman or whatever, the gap between 50 and 80 is are they running routes? Because he's leading in in rush attempts. But Mike White throws to the back so much that he still caught five passes with Ty Johnson catching six, right? Like you're going to have 11 catches here. So he's not necessarily (laughs) going to cut. Michael Carter completely because Carter could probably kick, catch six. They could both catch six balls with Mike White. This is what happened uh, in Mike White starts last year when Ty Johnson and Michael Carter both caught six balls. And, and we just saw it this week. So Knight, while not playing a full role, can still get enough receiving value just because of Mike White being Mike White. It's, you know, and then 15 carries. Like his stat line can look good on 50% snap share because his quarterback throws to the, to the running back position right. so much. God, Mike White unlocking the Jets offense. It's amazing. It, it's amazing. It's truly amazing. I played 100% Mike White in DFS. Uh, I, 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 I'm a single entry type guy, and I MME'd on Sunday, and I played 100% Mike White Garrett Wilson stacks on God, Sunday. You must have been tilting that fucking overthrow. Oh, my fucking God. I was running around my whole goddamn basement. That <laughs> That that was I had tons of Justin Jefferson too, which like didn't really matter. And I faded Amon Ra, so like my I, I donated, obviously. I faded Amon Ra, so it didn't really matter. But I mean, I, I felt so fucking good about uh, Mike White should have scored like 35 fantasy points, and Garrett Wilson should have scored like 40. Yeah, 40. Also, why does Braxton Berrios ever play over Elijah Moore? <laughs> what the fuck are they doing? He threw they threw that. Did you guys see? Did you guys see the replay or watch it live of the screen that they threw? To, they threw a tunnel screen in at, like at the eight yard line to Braxton Berrios. He caught it and pivoted back to, to the sideline. It was set up. It's a tunnel screen. You run in but <laughs> into the inside. He got a. He, he ran back to the sideline and and the offensive lineman got called for a block in the back because the dumb shit wide receiver. Ran to the ran, ran to the sideline. Do you guys that, do you guys remember uh, <sighs> sorry Frank Caliendo doing Bill Walton? I, I, I made a reference to it in Stealing Signals this week. I said I've been so sick and, and taking so much day cold that I can uh, see sounds and hear colors. And he 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 like did this Bill Walton bit where he's like saying all that. And then randomly halfway through, he's like, Has there ever been a player better than Detlift Shrimp? And I heard that in my head when you randomly went. <laughs> Why does Braxton Berrios even play? Like, it was just a random, like, one-off, like, non-sequitur, like, oh, I'm just going to go off on Braxton Berrios. <laughs> I realized uh, I had a comment. Robs and Pete would never allow a comment to stay up this long. You're right. He wouldn't. Uh, I, I didn't even know that it was happening. So <laughs> I do. So Gerardo just pointed out 
a pretty amazing one, Khalil Herbert, eligible to return week 16. Now, he's on a decent amount of my zero running back rosters, yep. and he really helped me for a while. But, I mean, talk about – Ben, you like this idea of, like, the zero running back rosters where there's, like, the layers, you know, the guys yeah. get you, they help you out certain weeks, and then they go away and another guy comes in. Like, you get the double layer with Khalil Herbert. He, he helps you out early in the season, mid mid-season. You know, you got your Mondres, your Pollards pop in, they do their work, and then Khalil comes back week 16 and wins it for you, gets the end. money. <laughs> you can see that. I was looking at rush yards over expected, uh, which is an NFL next-gen stat that I really like, and he leads all running backs in rush yards over expected per attempt right now. It's pretty wild. He could he could be that guy. It's a Justin he, Fields stat. He could, it's definitely a Justin Fields. It doesn't set, matter but... if it's a Justin Fields set because Dave Montgomery fucking <laughs> it's blows. Dave, so. it's also, a, also a David Montgomery stat. That yeah. Uh... <laughs> Let me pull up Montgomery because Montgomery does not rank well in it. I mean, yeah. Herbert's good. He's good. Yeah, Herbert's Her- all. Jeff Wilson Herbert's good. is a late round guy that people took. That's on a different team. Didn't play a lot this past week, but I still think he has some. They only ran like nine times, and they only ran forty five total plays. They had the highest pass rate over expected of any team in any game all year. They went super pass heavy and, and did sustain drives. So, like, Wilson only got one touch. That was the big conversation this week. But, like, Moser didn't do anything either. When they win games, they're going to run. And both guys are still going to be able to put up yeah. production. Yeah, I agree with that. I got I got one. So, the in the Khalil Herbert um, realm, Zamir White. Yeah, that could be oh, big. If, if Jacobs went down, holy cow, that could be big. He I looks think pretty good. What what I think is going to happen is someone that we're we could spend this we could literally stay up till the fucking cows come home and talk about players we think are the guys, and it's going to be someone that we're not expecting. So I, uh, the thing, the example I've used is no one thought that Samaje Piran was going to get you here until two weeks ago. Ben was we on Joe. We took him on every team. I thought he was going to get us there earlier. It took way mute too him. long. <laughs> I was waiting Pat, for this day. Pat, mute him. Mute him. Um, <laughs> no, I, I I agree with you. I, I mean, Samaj Piran was a good pick. I have him on some multiple of my best teams have have Samaj Piran. But the point was, two weeks ago, you were like, "Well, Joe Mixon is the guy. Piran's going to mix in. Maybe I can, please God, catch a touchdown." Was like you, you were you, what you like, were like with explaining was, what handcuffs are. <laughs> I wish I could remove myself. I just tried to remove myself. <laughs> Holy shit! I'm so used to. I'm so used to. I'm, I'm so used to having control of the stream yard. I was like, I'm fucking out of here. I'm. I'm fucking out. <laughs> That's embarrassing. <laughs> That is amazing. <laughs> Great point, but we all know what this is. <laughs> Not super succinctly either. I your your Zamir White <laughs> thing is, is valid in the exact same way that Samaj P. Ryan was valid. God damn it. <laughs> I don't I don't have anything else. I don't have anything else to add. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, how you know Ben was right is that you, you're done. Your point's been made. <laughs> I'm not interested in arguing with with sick Ben. I had to. Sick, sick, normal, 
well-being Ben would just be like, okay, yep, okay, well, I'm, I'm interested. You talked about P. Ryan. That's my guy. I'm, I'm, I'm down for this. Sick Ben is like, yeah. fuck you. Yeah. Shut up. You're, you're right. talking about, you're talking, yeah. you're talking I've about this. Coughing through the night for like five weeks straight. <laughs> I haven't slept. I'm just like, I'm wired, baby. No, here's a name that the Zero RB King himself said to me the other day. I don't think he said it on any of our shows. I don't know if he said it on like Verva's Overtime. But he goes, this guy, this guy's going to win leagues. And it annoyed me. Uh, Melvin Gordon. <laughs> now that no, he's with, come on. Now no. he's with the Chiefs, they could activate him. I mean, he's probably no going to be that. their best pass catcher, like what they wanted uh, CEH no, to No, McKinnon's a better pass catcher than Melvin is. <clears throat> I don't think it's he's better. I mean, call. he's better than Rojo. He's better. I mean, than imagine Rojo. drafting Melvin Gordon because you think that he's going to beat out Javante Williams. He gets cut even after Javante Williams gets injured, and then he gets signed <laughs> to the Chiefs and has like a couple two TD games. I'm at, I, Melvin Gordon, I believe, is dead last in rush yards of expected first times. He is. Uh, he's been fucking awful this year. I, I think if McKinnon gets hurt, he could come in and play those snaps, those third down snaps, but I I don't know what world we're living in. Look, at, look at how mad the chat is. That is ev- all the evidence you need to know that it's happening. Like it, it's already happened. I'm just telling you. Like the last sorry. one like, I Charles saw already looked at his crystal ball and, and told <laughs> us that this is happening. The last chat comment I saw was Bind has been cucked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he muted the chat at that point. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, I'm done with this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they do like the Zamir call, though. Okay, you've got some people okay. supporting okay. your Zamir call. Fuck off, um, Ben. Just say, apparently just these don't... people have never heard of the concept of handcuffs, so uh, you know, they, like they learned something tonight. I like these guys. Yeah, I like these guys. But good. seriously, but seriously, the Raiders are what five and seven, something like that. Yeah, five and seven. It, it, what do you guys think about this part of it? That 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 whole concept, not Zamir, but like teams we get to, like week 17 is like the end of the season for all these shitty ass teams the raiders are hanging in there but they got to win over these next three weeks to still hang in there are they gonna ride josh jacobs in week 17 or you know what let's you, talk about I, not i like the idea but i feel like josh jacobs isn't the best example yeah no I, I agree but i'm just saying that idea generally i'm gonna have to retitle the show to, to josh jacobs hour if we talk about him anymore let's Gerard what about what about brought up uh cj anderson he, he asked who the, the <laughs> rb that was cut that signed for the rams he was that's sweet. right that yeah. was a good one what about uh kenny gainwell with that with that logic bingo Boston Scott, or is it Boston Scott? I think Scott takes more of rushing and Gainwell stays in the receiving. That's kind of been my read, but maybe. Is there what I'm look? I'm pulling up the standings. James Cook, James Cook was obviously he's obviously exciting, period. But yeah, you know, maybe the Bills see what they got in him. What about the Browns? Um, Hunt or Dearness or Jerome Ford, who nobody drafted. Is it any of those guys? Would probably be Ford, right? Where they're just seeing what they have in dudes. They know who they know who Dearness is, and he's probably not back next year. Hunt looked a lot better this last week, like than he's looked. He got he got. He's a free agent after the year, though. He's not an evaluation type guy. Uh, Well, they should have fucking traded somebody. Of course, how did they not know? How did they not know this was coming? How did they not know that this was coming? Like, they were bad. They had a horrible record. The trade deadline was coming. You have two expiring running back contracts, and they're both good. And you drafted Jerome Ford. 
Why why are Kareem Hunt and Dearness Johnson both on the roster? Well, they extended Dearness, <laughs> didn't they? I don't think he's no. expiring, which is he was a he was a the non-tender or whatever the hell it was. I uh, thought they gave him all right. I got I got one for you. No, I they're both free you. agents. Oh, they just gave him a raise or something? Yes. They, they did something with this contract in August. Maybe they just gave him oh a one year bump. Just for this year. Okay, he's still expiring. Yeah, him and Hunt are gone. Yeah, they're gone. I, mean, I thought he they got have to be... extended. He was on a restricted. He was a restricted free agent. But they... They might have renegotiated somehow and given him a little more. I don't know. But I don't think they signed up for anything longer. No. It's built on a one-year one deal 2. right 2. now. 2.4 million contract. This was actually in June. It was... Uh, this. Uh, yeah. They just gave him a one-year deal. Weird. All right, so here's one. Here's a gross one. Team got Super Bowl aspirations. They need to make sure that everyone who matters is healthy. Everyone who can actually help them get to and win the Super Bowl is healthy. Week 17, they unleash Ezekiel Elliott. <laughs> God damn it. You got to keep Pollard healthy for the playoffs. That actually would be good coaching. That's yeah, rational no. coaching. No. Would you stop? Good. Yeah. I'm gonna do what the chat did on Melvin Gordon for that one. I I, yeah. I, I reject that. I'm gonna reject do what I'm gonna do what reality. Ben did to me. I'm gonna do what Ben did to me when I talked about handcuffed running backs and say, "Shut up and get off our screen, please." <laughs> <laughs> oh, Eric's never gonna recover from that. I'm sorry. No, man. I'm not. No, I'm not. Um, what about what about uh, whoever gets the buy in the AFC? So the Bills, right? The Bills, are, James Cook. Um, you know, who I else don't would think, it be? I don't. Be, I don't buy this. I guess like, the Chiefs probably have a good chance, and they do they have a back? Maybe they could use the salt away. They're here? both they both the same record, <laughs> so like it may not matter. Yeah, Melvin Gordon. Yeah, maybe they because you got to keep everybody healthy that matters for the playoffs. But you maybe <laughs> would just beat a guy like in Week Seventeen. Maybe I don't know. Just to speed him a little. <laughs> maybe that would be something you could do, huh? Make Is up for the whole fucking season. Take? <laughs> yeah, it's a rojo take. But no, I, I don't. I think I, I reject the idea. A team that was even if they I was doing rojo take before week seventeen, which is hard to do. Yeah, I think I reject the idea that they would then sit 17, 18, and the bye week, right. and not play a game for a month. Nobody no. does it. Yeah, any Anybody. team would choose to not. Well, play but that's starter. why I actually think Zeke is the answer to this question because technically he's the starter. And the owner wants him out there. And so they're sort of like keeping their starters in, but they're like being intelligent of like, yeah, we could give two shits if Zeke tweaks his ankle because we have Pollard. The answer is something like that, right? Like there's gonna be something in <laughs> it, week is 17. That. Yeah, you, you can't you can't process it, but that is no. actually the answer. I have so much Pollard. something like that. <laughs> I have so much Pollard. I don't want that. I just am rejecting that right off the cuff. I'm yeah. not interested I in hearing Zeke in week 17. Yeah. I'm, I'm you, it's viable, man. It's, it is it's totally live. It's viable, but they're gonna be playing for playoff seating slash the division, yeah. aren't they? Oh, I guess they could lose the division and kind of be locked into the yeah. first I think the card. Eagles. Yes, I think the Eagles. I think the eagles are the really the only <laughs> one a lot of desperation in your voice eric there is no, a no, lot of desperation eagles. but i do think the eagles are like the only one that makes the vikings sense for this dalvin cook recurring injuries they're leading their division by five games if they that's fall a good behind one. that's the true eagles, dalvin cook gets set alexander alex, madison 
That's Ty a good Chandler. Madison. Ty Chandler, stop it. Alexander That'd be Madison because they, they need to. Alexander Madison does nothing all season, plays the Packers who give up. Jordan Love is playing in week 17 or something, and the defense tanks. And Alexander Madison is the guy who was horrible all season, is the guy you need in week 17. Oh, Eric, you know the other shitty one for you, for your take? Oh, no. Uh, the Titans. Three games up in their division. Can't really uh, get the one seed. They might. Is it Hilliard or Haskins? They might throttle Henry. It might be Julius Chestnut. Yeah, Chestnut was up last week, and Haskins was down. Was Haskins uh, healthy and active, or is he hurt? No, he was hurt. Okay, he was declared out on Friday. Okay, Uh, he's been he's been head of Chestnut all year. I wouldn't be too worried if you got Haskins. All right, let's be let's do uh, let's do one of these wild card drafts. I could see them throttling Henry down. My internet's been. I was pretty nervous about my internet. I thought we might have to scrap this, but. Vrabel's sharp like that. It's the tight. I'm now convinced that it's the Titans. They're gonna throw all Henry down. Why I kind of, th- I kind of think that's a good take. Now they, it, we had to get through all the teams that we were totally wrong about to get to the Titans, but like that division, right? They're gonna, they're about to lock up that division. They're up three games. They're yeah, they're, yeah. they're pretty much gonna lock it up. But they're also two games behind both the Bills and the Chiefs, and they lost head to head against the Chiefs, right? And it's the perfect. You you mentioned you don't want to sit week 17 18 and then have a buy they, oh, they, they won't they're they won't have a buy like they have no yeah. shot of a buy so it would make it would make more sense for them like derrick henry dude rest rest the hell up you know yeah. what i mean why would you run derrick henry into the ground when you are locked into a home playoff game and you know you got to run in, into the ground in the playoffs i'd be giving I have 10 a, carries the rest of the way 100 percent. now i'm super tilted about the fact that I spent this time thinking about Derrick Henry as the smash <laughs> for the playoffs. That's what you get for betraying your zero running back roots. I know. Oh, I wish I drafted more Derrick Henry. No, dude. Okay. They're sitting them. Zip it. You're, you've been sitting here stroking off Josh Jacobs for two hours. Or yeah, he was I a zero running back guy just because you didn't target him because he didn't have the right profile. <laughs> he was going to the right rounds, man. Please don't air quotes me. Please don't air quotes me like you thought he had the right profile. I did not. I did not. I did not draft him. <laughs> I would have liked him more if he was a backup. That's how that's yeah. how broken my brain is. Dude, my brain is so broken that if Zamir White got the first carry in the Hall of Fame game, I would have like, been like, Josh Jacobs. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I might need to reevaluate Okay, that but can we talk about what you just said about the, the Jacobs profile? Did anyone actually argue about his profile, or did they just argue he was a good ADP value? Because I actually think they what just argued he was a good ADP value. All right, so who, who do we want here? In the, we're oh. alive in this draft. Um, oh, no. We don't play tight ends in this. I'm going to argue for CeeDee Lamb. Oh, I support it. I'm, I'm cool. It's harder to. All right, fine. Hold on, hold on. But I was gonna yeah, say he's harder to build. They're not. They're uh, not. Gonna, they're not gonna gotten build. easier. It was, but I've done a couple of these in the last couple of days, and okay. now it's the NFC that's harder to build around. Okay, I haven't done one in two weeks, so I so I uh, I trust you. All right, CD Lamb. But isn't Jacobs? Isn't Jacobs? God damn it! I should have said no to that. This is this is the path to Pat making us draft Zeke. He I'm not gonna make it Zeke. Oh fuck! He planted the seeds. Pollard's on the first page. This is absolutely the path to draft. Oh, come on, guys! I won't do that. You <laughs> mentioned. Oh, my God. <laughs> what just happened? I want to draft. I want to draft Zeke Dak. I think Zeke oh, Dak my. is such a sick stack. 
Lambda. It's fine. It's fine. Not Zeke I said Zeke Deck because my brain is broken out. I meant Lambda. I, I think we should take someone else and let them let Deck fall come back, back to us. Well, I he think we should take Tyreek or Chase. One of the bi-week teams takes him as a second quarterback and it's super fucking tilting. Then let's take some other quarterbacks. Let's push it. Who would, who do you want then? At Tyreek. God damn it. I just really <laughs> wanted to build a Cowboys okay, team and we're, we're along for the ride. <laughs> we're doing another one of these. You are. Yeah, we, of course terrible. we're doing another one. Push. You, but like, I really do think you should push it a little bit. So bad. Like, who do you want to take in the third round on this team? <laughs> <laughs> would you just put Michael? Well, Powell I'm glad you asked because I actually have that plan. I have it written down right here. <laughs> I think you can push it. I think you can, <laughs> like, if someone takes unstacked Dak, that's fine. Then the NFC side becomes, you know, a secondary correlation that you have, and now you pivot to what, something what else. Made it back? Right, like Tua might. You could have went Lamb Tyreek Tua. That's what I'm saying. Well, this is you a could... sharper room than the one I was in the other night. I have to say, Tua's better than Dak. I swear but no, to God. Two is not a better pick than Dak because you have to better than him. It, it's fantasy. Yeah, but score, I mean right? his odds of getting to the to the right. Super Bowl are so much lower. Yeah, that's why I said he's better than Dak. Right. So I like no pick. one's arguing with the Cowboys. We're arguing with the roster construction. <laughs> yeah, but I think to get to get C D and Dak, like you're going against these other teams that are like, you know, Mahomes like Hertz is secondary stacks. Allen with Gabe. You're a million fucking yeah. Allen and Gabe teams. Like you're oh, actually yeah. getting the number one receiver and his quarterback with a really good Super Bowl odds and very low odds of getting the playoff by. Are you I just think, trying to get as many Cowboys like Dak CDs? Yeah, I think Dak CDs like the best stack in the whole tournament right now. So like yeah, you're right, but like you want Pollard in the third though. If you get fucking cute, you know, like how many how many great chances of like the the now nuts? Pollard. Right or no, yeah, uh, is Pollard gone. Pollard's gone. Ah, fuck. So we uh, could take Waddle to Chase. Waddle. Chase. Take Chase. Who's, right. Okay. Who wins? Who wins a one-game showdown in Miami? The Dolphins or the Bengals? That'll be a really fun game. I think the Dolphins. I think. The I think Bengals. the. I think those are. I think the Bengals are underrated. Those are two really. Right, good we teams. took Chase. Chase. I mean, Chase is a great. Yeah. Also, Chase has more upside than Waddle individually. Ooh, this guy so, took so Burrow Higgins goes. Higgins. Now we could go okay. Waddle. But yeah, take take Waddle set up Dolphins, Bengals on the other side with Cowboys right. on the end. We got the side. Cowboys. Yeah. See, I think the the AFC got easier once the Bengals became like good Live. picks instead of just lotto tickets. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. do think the Bengals and Dolphins are more fun than their odds to actually make the Super Bowl. Like I, I think there's a really high chance that none of our teams makes the Super Bowl here. I don't think Dallas is as good of a shot to make it as you think. What do you gonna be what, what, their odds? They're gonna have who, to have three consecutive road games. I mean I'm sure they have odd good odds and simulators and stuff, but I think they'll have a hard time winning three consecutive road games. Yeah, I mean it's not uh, even San Fran without but you. Also, if they are the team in the Super Bowl, like I don't know, I don't know how to weight this exactly, but the fact that uh, you're you're not having them with a buy is a massive advantage because then you don't have to right. take a second quarterback, and it, that's way more likely to happen on the NFC. And they're probably the best NFC bet for that. I, I they mean, have a 16 percent chance to win the Super Bowl per 538, which is 
One percent lower than the Chiefs. Two percent lower than the Bills. I, I reject that model. Who 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 does? I, I think five thirty eight does great work, but I think that's probably based on team strength and everything. But like they're they're discounting. But they factored like, in the odds of each no, round. They, I mean, they factor in the NFC being shit. sure. But like yeah. t- like Tampa at home is going to be better in actuality in January than what that model thinks it's going to be. That's what I'm arguing. Uh, okay, uh, I, that's probably fair. And and I, Minnesota I Tampa, as well. Like I think, I think Minnesota at home will play. Even though Dallas crushed them at home already this year, I think they would play better. That's fair. Tampa sucks though. I'll give you Minnesota. Who's this? Tampa's terrible. I agree. Udog fan. I, what a dick. You know, sniping Zeke from us. All right, what do you guys want here? <laughs> yes, Zeke went. Uh, so we have that. we have Cowboys, Bengals, Dolphins, right? I think yeah. Mixon's so it's kind of a no brainer. Right? Yeah, we got to get a running back. God damn it! Yes. Joe Mixon, what a. But then what else? What are we setting up here as our second pick? I don't know, but Mixon's the pick. Okay. Oh, this guy behind us is really mad. His name so is we, Bengals, we have... and he took Burrow Higgins, and his his name is Kentucky That's Bengals. Great. Well, his so we... team's fucked. He's Sorry, so buddy. mad right now. <laughs> look at our the clock back... just tick down. Look at feel his anger as his oh, clock ticks down. Mad? <laughs> I don't know he's, why we're taunting this guy now. Um, what are we doing? Well, he, he just took Isaiah McKenzie. That's a <laughs> uh, So we have to have running backs from our AFC teams. Because yeah, I mean, the, I think Mostert and Wilson should both be available he, pretty late, right? Yeah, put him in the queue, though, just like what about so we don't Schultz freak. or Gallup. Yeah, Schultz, Schultz and Gallup, 100%, and Mostert and Wilson need to be in the queue also. I think Schultz maybe or Gallup. Schultz is think? probably fine here or Gallup. Do you guys prefer Gallup? Oh, Gallup's gone. So I think Schultz oh, is Schultz. kind of the pick. Schultz, yeah. Here, yeah, he's not that much further down the list, and he won't. He like might not a, come you back. Would take like a Godwin here and try to get Schultz back, or like another one-off NFC team. Yeah, we're playing can. Cowboys to the can. Super Bowl. So, and and the other thing is that the Cowboys are probably playing the Bucks round one. Is what yeah. people kept saying. So they it don't want to pair. This is what we, me and me and Sam, we built, I think it was, it might've been bills or whatever we did on the AFC side. And we did two NFC teams and we built Cowboys and Bucks. and the chat was pointing out like, that's like they're probably gonna, the only, the only thing you can't do. Yeah. yeah. So don't Cowboys don't have a take, two game lead in the wild card, two games behind the division and the Bucks are two games behind the other division winners. They're very likely to be the four and five seed. That's what one yeah. thing I, I, one thing I feel <laughs> like semi adamant about is like when you build your primary nfc stack it's not that you can't have nfc stacks along with them but like you really kind of want it to be on the afc side like the what are you losing with avoid in the queue what are you losing with having your like two bucks on this team versus having two players from an afc team on this team like projection wise upside wise advance rate wise all that stuff it's really no different um, so I, I kind of think you want to set your primary stack on one side and then do everything on the other side. I think that's ideal. Yeah. I do think you can do the fourth team. Okay. Uh, how far down are these guys? Could we do what about like an IU Kittle? Because the, the Niners wouldn't match up with the, the Cowboys. I'd rather go, uh, I'd rather do the Seahawks stuff. What about the Titans? Where's Traylon Burks? Oh, Burks is a good one. Um, Burks. Wait, we already have two ASC teams. We don't want to be this loaded on. Well, if we're doing yeah, a fourth team, I, I kind of agree. 
Dallas what about Mark Andrews? We bet Mark Andrews is fine too. Bet on Baltimore. Baltimore. Like Mark Andrews. Baltimore. Tennessee. AFC, but... Betting on three non-Chiefs Bills AFC teams. That to me feels like you're just not even going to have a single. Well, we have to. Who? What are we? What else are we going to do? I would do a mini in the NFC. Do you want to just take care of Jeff Wilson while we're figuring it out? Yeah. I mean, you guys can outvote me and take Andrews if you want, but. See, I think you should make your bet on your NFC team and then set up, even if it's low probability on the other side with an AFC team and say, the Cowboys are making it. I'm going to stack up three different teams on the other side. All right. He just went, this dude just went with the Seattle stack. A locket over Metcalf is interesting. At this point, I think we should just go Andrews. Yeah. Sure. We lost the Yep. Yeah. My argument against that buying for it's hard to make now, and we can take Andrews, but my argument against that is there will be better teams than you that have the teams more consolidated, right? They will have like a Dallas Cincinnati more consolidated or Dallas Minnesota Miami more consolidated. I don't think you want to be that thin in the context of the tournament that you're in. With three what do you different- mean? What do you what do you mean more consolidated? When you get to the championship round specifically, if you get oh, a Dallas, more Miami, of, or more Dallas, of the, more of those players, more of yeah, those players. if you're going yeah, three yeah. AFC teams and you get Dallas through and they take on Cincinnati or something and we get this perfect bracket, there's still going to be better Dallas Cincinnati teams than we have. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's definitely that's definitely fair. Yeah, that's that's a good point. I'd rather just but, have more pieces. But we're tacking on more teams from somewhere. Like we don't see, have. I like. Yeah, I I like that. I I like I like doing the additional teams to set yourself up for those paths right like we'll have paths for three different super bowls obviously dallas has to make it so we're on the clock so i I put boyd at the top of the queue i think it's boyd yeah boyd we already have both chase and mixon we're kind of on Bengals. what's their other pick here we don't want to double up miami running backs i'm taking mustard out we can't Um, take another miami player really at all because they're so concentrated too if if how many gotta be another baltimore player yeah, how many Cowboys do we have? Because it probably has to be Duvernay. Yeah, are we in fucking Demarcus Robinson territory right now? <laughs> yeah, Demarcus Robinson, Duvernay. You could do Noah Brown. Noah Brown. I've been um, down with Noah Brown. He's still running a lot of routes. He could have a game. You can take that Odell. That feels like the move to you me. You can take Odell. Like, Odell. Although, <laughs> although they're like, the news on him lately has been so bad. Really? I mean, it doesn't sound like he's going been, to Dallas. It's been really yeah. bad, but I'm just saying. What's the difference between him and Noah Brown? Dude, Odell's team? going to Buffalo. That that he won't be on the Cowboys. That's well, the difference. Who gives a shit? Noah Brown's not going to score any points for us. He might. He's running all the routes for the Cowboys, <laughs> the team that routes. we have stacked. <laughs> What's the difference? One plays for the primary stack on this team. <laughs> One's actually <laughs> on the team. What's the difference? One is in vacationing in Costa Rica. The other one is uh, on the team. <laughs> I kind of wish we had Zeke on this team because when we get to the Super Bowl, we might not have a running back. I hate this team. Can we do another draft? Yeah, let's do a team. Let's yeah, a team. yeah, I hate this team too. I, I, I think it's easy to get caught up on. You want the team that's going to make the run from Wild Card Weekend all the way to the Super Bowl. And last year we got two teams: the Rams and the Bengals. I don't think that's going to be common, even though we have the new playoff structure with only one pie. I think you want to be building. It's going to be less common, but like through one of the buy teams and then one of the maybe wildcard teams on the other side. Because, I mean, sure, but you kind of need one of the top picks to be able to do that. I <coughs> need true. one of the top three picks. Yeah, it's true. If you have the fifth pick, what are you supposed to do? I mean, you yeah, you could take digs. 
But then you've got the Allen owner on the other side is going to go Gabe, and he's probably going another Bill. So, I mean, okay, so we have the one-on-one. So now we're that team. Okay, now we need to – we have one minute to figure out because now what Ben just said is in our pocket. But yeah. don't you actually now in the AFC want one of Buffalo or KC that's not the buy? So, so that's the question is, do you want to build from the Philly buy or do you want to build hoping – that either the Chiefs or Bills do not get the buy. That's you the can question. always tack. You can tack on an NFC. You can do the Brady thing. You can do. Uh, Stop you can do with Gino. the Bucks. The Bucks are fucking horrible. So I, would, I don't want. Them. But they're but they're playing round one. They're definitely making the playoffs. Yes. They're playing round one. Yes. You, you don't have to. There's not a ton of opportunity. We just took Noah fucking Brown. Like there's not a ton of opportunity <laughs> cost in the late rounds. That's true. That's so true. I think it's okay to go Josh yeah, Allen. He's like taking Noah Brown in this tournament. Like, what, what are we? The, the problem with Josh Allen is like, who are you stacking him? Like, Diggs is Gabe. not coming back. Gabe. Everyone's gonna have Gabe with Josh Everyone's Allen. Everyone's having Gabe. I, you want to go I Mahomes or Hurts? I would go Mahomes. Mahomes right, or Hurts? Mahomes is easier to stack, and right now is not in buy position. Everything I just said, I'm throwing out the window because Kansas City can still win, obviously. Ben just did this whole thing. You can't take a team unless they have the buy. All right, we got to take Ken Six and not get the buy. Right. Well, (laughs) I mean, my my point was the favorites can still win, right? And the the Chiefs are. Your point was you don't like Dallas, as far as I can tell. Yeah, I guess that was my point. What do you think about Casey's three road games? We got a bunch of wild card teams. I mean, I guess the Bengals can win their division. What's up? Casey's stacks. Who's your favorite wide receiver? Kelsey. No, no, non Kelsey. Uh, I know he's a wide receiver. I think Juju's uh, Juju's the only guy I trust there, and I don't trust him, but I semi trust him. Yeah. Isn't Tony? Juju. Isn't Tony the best pick? Oh God, probably. That's not a Dude, bad call. I have to say, I'm you know karma. I, I, you you know, just I, slammed I'll, your I'll beard. Down. You just slammed your beard down before talking. <laughs> Let me get say, to my point. <laughs> The dude, the dude like sits out healthy and says, Oh, my I hamstring hurt. Oh, my other's hamstrings hurt. Oh, I tweaked a third hamstring, refuses to play. They trade him. He goes to Kansas City, acts, scores a touchdown, acts like his hamstrings hurt. I mean, has anyone been asking for a hamstring pull more in the history of the fucking universe? <laughs> like, dude, I'm sorry, but like, karma. You like, come on. Come on. Unbelievable. Fair. Fair. I'm just I'm literally wish casting Tony. I want Tony I want Tony to be the thing from Casey so bad, but he's fucking useless. I mean, I, I think he's fine. I guess it depends. I don't know where he's going now. I'm not seeing Would him you, yet, so it seems fine. I mean, if if Kadarius Tony if, if, if Kadarius Tony is not in the top like 30 picks of this, that's it's bad. He's 55. So I mean, I'm, I'm fine so dumb. Him Sure. That's so. That's bad. Is it? Bad. Is it dumb? I yeah, don't know dumb that this guy hasn't played all season. I don't think it's as bad as Eric's saying either. No, it's not. It's not as bad Dude, as you're saying. Fifty-five. Th- six. Tyler Lockett's make- like going just a couple picks ahead of him. I know. I understand the playoff odds, but does Kelsey? How about the, how about the odds he sees the field? <laughs> that's those <laughs> odds are. Yeah, that's true. I won't argue that. <laughs> all right. So have, what are we doing here? Oh. Uh, uh, CMC, CMC looks pretty good. So Pollard, Pollard's also pretty. No, good. no, no. 
CMC Pollard, get our running backs from the NFC side. Oh, you want to do pass? Get our yeah, get our both. pass catchers from get our running backs from the NFC side. Get our pass. Get, We're you don't risking Juju not coming back. Yeah, I would go CMC Juju or CMC Debo. I just I always like to just stack the two teams as much as possible. That's fine. You you could. I I think we should take our running backs. Go ahead and load up on the Niners, Cowboys, and say Chiefs passing game versus uh, these other two offenses. But I, I, I'm okay. I'm open. Let's go. Pol- like the whole point of this Chiefs thing is that we can stack it a bunch of different ways. So to get all Tony, locked in on you, Juju. literally just said Kadarius Tony's ADP is 55, and he l- could be the best Chiefs Let's wide receiver. Pollard. All right. And and you just talked about the Cowboys being again your going back to the to the the way that the NFC could play out. If Dallas beats Tampa, they probably go to the Eagles, assuming that the Niners also win, and then it, it would mean that the Vikings also won in their game. And, 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 and the Niners are playing Minnesota. We guarantee ourselves a playoff uh, Super Bowl three. running back. Yeah, yeah, we would. Well, we'd have. Yeah, three well, that'd games. be sick. Yeah, that would work out very well for us. I'm putting all the Chiefs in the queue. Yes, please. So, just in case we time, time out. So we're taking Brock uh, Purdy. Put Sky, round, right? put Sky in there. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to skip Ceh. Unless yeah, don't play. Yeah, no. Put no, Melvin no. Gordon there though. No, no, I won't. You don't have control. You can't put him in. I mean, that's probably the best pick in this thing. Yeah. Okay. 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 I'm just doing that so you can clip it when he actually. <laughs> <laughs> when he's the letter for net from two years ago. Okay, Ben. <laughs> he actually smashes. God damn it! Who do you guys actually? Who do you guys actually need to smash? And we talked about like who Rashad you think White. will smash. Who do you need to smash in the the fantasy playoffs? Because Melvin Gordon actually is low key probably one that I would like. If 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 against the Texans they decided to activate him and give him twenty carries, that would be the greatest thing on earth to me because I need. Melvin Gordon. I don't have a bunch of best ball. I just have the high stake stuff, and I have a lot of waddle exposure advancing. AJ Brown, Phillies. I have a couple Hurts teams. What running backs? Uh, I have a McCaffrey team. Pat and I have the Eckler team. Um, a lot of like P. Ryan and Rashad White, and yeah, those dudes. Picked up Zonovan Knight in a few of these leagues. Okay. So excited for him. Um, Mostert on a few of these teams. He was a layer. Yeah, Sean, Sean was big in. Sean was big into Mostert. I know. Yeah, Juju just went. God, naked Juju is just so disgusting. That's horrible. That's a. It's a terrible pick. Shout out to whoever that is. Did that guy Can't, take Kelsey yeah. too? Three picks ahead of us. I think he also took Kelsey. So he's. Oh, okay. In, All right. That's fine. Yeah. Back in the uh, chase I, I without. Did you arms. put the Niners Niners in here? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, Eagles. Eagle, no, Eagles is fine. Eagles is fine. And Niners. Ayuk, Kittle. <laughs> the fact that Purdy has a higher ADP than Jimmy is funny. Well, I mean, a Jim, do you think Jimmy's coming back? I doubt it, man. No, I don't think so. He broke his foot. Isn't he done? Well, he, they keep saying, oh, he's got a chance. Yeah, it's bullshit. It's nonsense. So ADP wise, what are our plays? Oh my god! Yeah, Pacheco. We already have two uh, running backs. I don't. I don't think we should take Pacheco. I think we should um, go on you Kittle. I like. I like Debo. Debo's at the top of the 
Wait, Debo's. Oh, oh yeah, Debo. Oh, I miss Debo, guys. Make, yeah, make the Debo. Niners. Yeah. Let's do Debo. Yeah, we have. What about Gallup? Move him, put him to at the top. top. Put him at the top of the queue. Move him to the top of the queue. I would just go two Niners here. I think Debo Ayuk or Debo. Do you want Kittle. to do three teams? Chiefs, Niners, um, Cowboys. Do we have Cowboys? Oh, we have Pollard. Yeah, Pollard. Pollard. So we could do. Where is Paul? Pollard's gone, guys. Oh, no, no, no you have, have him. We we have him. Yeah, yeah. So we could... <laughs> he is gone. Got... No, I have Gallup in the queue. Would you be interested in Gallup? Yes. I don't think I would take Gallup over Ayuk or Kittle when we already have McCaffrey and Debo. Mm, I'm. I'll, I don't. I don't have a preference. Gallup is just not as good as those guys. They no, could also had Odell. Gallup's, and all get, Gallup's coming on a little bit. I don't know. But he's also the only other. Cowboy. I think I'd go Kittle I, over I, Ayuk. I, I, I think Gallup. I think I. I think Gallup. He's the only other no. Cowboy. We did Ayuk. We did Ayuk. The Noah only Brown. reason. You don't. The you only don't reason. The only. Yeah, we're gonna take. I kind of like that point. I kind of wish we did Gallup because because now we're like solo Pollard. It'd been better to have a second Cowboy. No, that that's the only reason, not because I like Gallup better I than love I the Niners eat. as a Super Bowl team. Niners aren't going to Super Bowl. Yeah, they got Brock fucking Purdy. Yeah, what are we doing? We just stat. We just took all the Niners. This team's worse than the last one, guys. The what have you done? To take the I, goddamn Cowboys. What, I disagree. What? The Niners have just as good of a defense as the Cowboys and have a real good skill position core. Purdy looked fine <laughs> managing this offense. Oh, oh Jesus oh fucking God. Christ! Brock Purdy to the Super Bowl. You heard it here first, Ben Gretsch. He threw the fucking Super Bowl a few years ago. Everything else on their team is elite. Their offensive line's elite. Their defense is elite. Their skill positions are the best in the NFL. If Brock Purdy was going to go to the Super Bowl, it would be that roster. The system is designed. I do like that. I do like that way of framing it. If Brock Purdy was going to go to the Super Bowl, which he definitely fucking You saved it. You did save it. (laughs) I did, I did you Force, Bind Force Hedge, GPP Pro Hedge. I said he's a GPP play. I said he's if, if he's gonna go to the Super Bowl, if this guy's gonna win you a tournament, it would be on yeah. this team. That's, would a, be, that's yeah. a hell of a framing. That's a hell <laughs> that's of a framing. You did a good. You did a good. It's almost good. like you, you backed out. Like of, you backed out of that corner. It's almost like he used to be on a, a Rutherford show on Sunday mornings, uh, yeah. uh, doing TFS work. <laughs> Brock Purdy, you heard it here first. Super Bowl Dude, uh, I, I'm not trying to totally segue this, but the Brock Purdy shit, everyone was. Why, why is everyone obsessing over Brock Purdy on Twitter, on my Twitter timeline? He he threw 37 Because people don't like Jimmy. For 200 yards. He made like one good throw. He is dollar store Jimmy. People he are can't high throw, on Purdy. I have not actually he, seen that. He can't time. throw outside the numbers. He can't throw down the field. Yeah. He's Super dollar eight, store. You're talking about Jimmy, right? I just you're think he has Jimmy? skill yeah, players enough system to be a low eight off facilitator. He's he's dollar store Jimmy, dude. He's Kmart Jimmy. I mean, he's he dollar cannot... store Matt Ryan. But, like, still, this is a good enough team with enough weapons. If you have Christian McCaffrey as your dump-off guy, that's useful. <laughs> and then you have Debo and Kittle and Ayuk. Like, yeah. He has, his, did you see his nickname? Dude, Shanahan's gotten Big like, Brock. yeah, fucking... Big Cock. Big Cock Brock. So, oh pretty good nickname. <laughs> I mean, honestly, honestly, Ben, like, I was kind of rolling my eyes at your, your comparison to Nick Foles is like the only guy that's done this, but they both have nicknames about the size of their dick. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty good complex. Hey, you can't argue with the analytics. All right. <laughs> you can't argue with the analytics. Case. 
All right, wait. We have Michael Gallup somehow got back, so he's a smash, right? Yeah. Right. And then I think MBS. We gotta get. We gotta get another piece yeah. of the stack. You're, yeah, you're goddamn right. MBS is gonna drop two touchdowns no, for seventy you, yards I think in the you playoffs. Take Tony over MBS the way that. Bob, no, we're gonna miss out on Tony now. No, we're not. We're gonna get. No, I mean, let's see. Our next pick is. I would have taken forty-eight. Gallup. Gallup sucks. Wow, you you know like Gallup. what? Gallup's been coming on recently. He's been all yeah, right. He just smashed last week. last week in two touchdowns. So oh yeah, well, enjoy the TDs. I will. <laughs> I will. Michael Gallup has one game with more than fifty receiving yards this season. Yeah, he's coming and off the torn ACL, and, he, and his target played. rate increases every week. Let the guy give the guy. Give Jesus, the dude, sixty-three <laughs> receiving yards. This is season high. <laughs> Guys played nine games and he can't. I mean, Noah Brown's better than this dude. Oh my Noah God. Brown is it was like, I don't think Noah Brown saw a target last week. I am and so sick of Noah out. Brown. And you were sick has, of Josh Jacobs. I am so fucking sick of Noah Brown. He already. has two games with more than 63 yards. I can tell you that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> dude hates the Cowboys. Cowboys are the best team in the NFC. Cowboys are so good. I don't want to be rude for the Cowboys. Can I can I ask a super um, narrative based question? I did this last year, so I lost money on these playoff best ball contests because I legitimately went all in Cowboys and then sprinkled all the AFC teams. So yeah. like I had I had Bengals. I had you know I had all the potential combinations, but my thought was the com the cowboys are amazing that failed do you have the fear of this like tanking cowboys you know that this is what they do they they fuck up on the biggest stages do you have any of right. that like stupid of course, narrative yeah, McCarthy's yeah. total dumbass yeah i don't want to go all in i mean right, they're to gonna be, honest, be outcoached they're gonna be outcoached basically right. but i mean the, the, the roster's awesome the roster is great i think doing that like taking a big stand like that in this tournament, it probably assumes a sharper field than there oh, is. We Tony just lost Lynn. Tony. Um, That's okay. Like I was, Harbin, I mean, obviously Harbin? these the drafts we did tonight have been pretty good, but like I was in some drafts last night, and they're just people are just one offing every team. Kittle still there? Wait, really? Yeah, there was just some crazy ass shit last night. Um, I'll, I'll try to pull up after the show. So, who? What are we doing? Uh. Kittle? Kittle is still here. That's we a lot of fucking 49ers, but I mean, we're so pretty we have committed to, to the 49ers. They're making 49ers. We're, we're committed to 49ers Chiefs Super Bowl, right? But oh, holy shit. What just happened, guys? All right. Uh, Sky or Mikol? I'll, I'll, I'll let you guys pick this one. <laughs> I mean, roll the fucking clip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, kind of. You know like how to roll the clip? Ben's gonna, <laughs> Ben's gonna family. die. Ben's gonna die, and then <laughs> Pat won't even click it. I don't Do know. You know Dying more two wise. It's the fucking sickest name I've ever seen for a wide receiver in my goddamn life. Oh, 
<laughs> My favorite part of that clip is is Pete Young skies up as he dives to the ground. As he dives. <laughs> he he doesn't so jump. So many clips trying to get a sky clip, and he never jumped. He's like, a five-line slot receiver. He never fucking jumps. <laughs> skies up. Dives. <laughs> dives. Oh, it's the sickest fucking name I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> uh, what do you guys actually legitimately think about uh, Sky and or the Chiefs wide receivers moving forward? They don't want to play Sky. They just won't put him on the field. He's got When he is on the field, he's getting targets, but none of them are first read targets, which I think, again, shows you like they have no interest in this man being a part of their football team in a meaningful way. So I don't know. He's hiding him for the playoffs. You know, we talked about this earlier that teams like to hide their best players from when it matters. Yeah, they love to hide their best (laughs) players. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm not like out on him in terms of, you know, long term. Like I think dynasty dynasty or something. Dynasty. I'll be back in in the 13th round next year, probably. Um, But I don't think it's happening. He's going to the 11th at least. Well, probably will. And I'll probably draft him there. But I, I think that's my cap. I think in even the 11th, Unless we see a little bit more down the stretch or in the playoffs, the 11th is probably a little rich. From what Pat, we once we start taking him in the 11th, he's going to go in the ninth. So I'm not taking him in the ninth. <laughs> I'm not taking him in the ninth. That's that's too much. That'd be like yeah, taking I, Visca in the ninth uh, I when know, we were I'm taking him in the sixth. So. I don't think he'll go that high. <laughs> no, but we were taking. <laughs> oh, we got to make another pick. We're, we're, we're up. Oh, we're up. Yeah. Uh, let's take Brock. We might as well take Big Cock Brock. Oh, oh my God, I love I it. Love it. <laughs> I thought the, you guys hated it. The yeah. best, the best thing about this is we're taking Brock Purdy and Devontae Adams okay. and Justin Herbert and Josh Jacobs oh are on the God. board. But we could take like a Justin Watson or something to throw another piece out on the home stack. Nope, nope. This this team tells a story of the Chiefs getting the bye and Brock Purdy fucking smashing with like three 49ers and getting us through the first round and then we're all like you idiots didn't draft brock purdy you fools all right let me find this but like so one of the arguments i would make against that is we still had outs to brock purdy getting like my whole thing about brock purdy is not about brock purdy it's about the system and the situation like josh johnson could be the qb and and i would make the same case well fair that's fair uh is this the one there was one where like people were just doing there was like a million unstacked teams. Uh, I don't know. I don't think people aren't really building the way we're building. So I don't think you need to take mega stands. I think if you just build a bunch of smart teams, you'll be all right. Is that you what you're? Do... Uh, is that we're gonna? Let's do one more. Let's That's do what one you're. More. Is that what you're gonna say about uh, when I was saying I took a <clears throat> stand on the Cowboys? You think you shouldn't take that big of a stand? I don't think you need to. I, I think teams? that's like that's like something you're gonna have to do in like two years i'm listening but i think this this year like the field is still like going oh man like waddle's still here i'm taking waddle but they but it's like a fucking mahomes team that's already you know it's like no you probably don't want waddle there because yeah you know you need you need to have as many players in the super bowl as you can get that stuff can pivot too i mean it might have seemed that way in these early drafts but it could pivot this year still so wait, Johnny says, I, I I agree. It could just be early ADP. Did you guys hear Mahomes talking about Sky during the Kelsey Bros podcast? I did not, but I'm in now. Giving him serious flowers. Okay, all right, I'm in, and then I probably will take him in the ninth round next year. I love that he's earning targets, even not getting first read stuff. That sounds pretty promising to me. I think it sounds promising long term. 
right? It's yeah. like he's he's not terrible. I agree with you. I think that's probably better. Yeah. But they don't. Ha- they're not having to like design it for him or call like, for him. Relative to him not producing, it's better. Like it's, it's good better to know that he's yeah. But I think you. But in terms of like, hey, I would love to see this guy <laughs> getting more work next week. It's worse. Yeah. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah, how do you how how do you view that? I uh obviously I read your work, both of you guys. How how do you view that first read type stuff as a as a an indicator basically of uh future success? I think Ben was so I, I agree with Ben's take that like the fact that he's still earning targets even though he's not getting first reads is a good sign for his long term success in the league. But I think it's a bad sign for predicting what he's going to do in the coming weeks because it's like, especially in, in the larger context of they're not playing him unless people are hurt. It's just some, another. Yeah. Hit. Yeah. Yes. They're not really, when you combine it, when you combine it with the other variables, We're it, up. what worse. do you guys think yeah. about a Jefferson play Minnesota? Ooh, I'm good. No with one that. wants I, to play Minnesota. Pat, 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 Pat's going to, Pat's going to say Dallas, but Jefferson's pretty interesting. I'm okay with Jefferson. I mean, we just built a Dallas, like, and I'll, I'll, or I'll what about, what about, AJ Brown? What about what a, my, my only counter is what about AJ Brown? Okay. What about it? And AJ try Brown? to try to figure out a way to build a, yeah. an Eagle stack with AJ Brown from here. Right. We're assuming they're going to, are you okay buy. with AJ Brown? I'm good with it. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite question on any podcast. <laughs> I know. That's why I just wanted to give you that. But like, no one takes him because the Hertz guy is going to take him. Yeah. But like, oh, wait, how so do, what are we doing do you, now? Do you so do... how do you get a how do you get AJ Brown through? How do you get AJ Brown through? Is the whole goal Tyreek Tua? Yeah, yeah, I like it. I, I'm, I, I'm I like it. yeah, yeah, Tyreek. Yeah, that's fun. That's a fun start. Jesus Christ, AJ Brown and Tyreek Hill. Those are two good receivers. They're very good. They're pretty good. I've, They're pretty, I've heard. Pretty good. Um. Well, I so I Eric, I was kind of curious about that first street stuff. So I I looked at um. Like the going back to 2017, so that's how far they have it. And looking at like the essentially, I think what it is is like if a guy is seeing a bunch of first read targets and then overperforming, like the expected, I basically calculated like a weighted first read target yards per out run or whatever, a weighted targets per out run for first read <laughs> stuff. And then was like, okay. you should have like, based on the amount of first read target volume you're getting, you should have this, you should have this yards per out run. And then looking yep. at, okay, who's overperforming that baseline. Okay. And the guys who are locked into roles, seeing a bunch of first read targets and are overperforming that are like your studs. Those are, oh, those interesting. are, you, you want guys who are, who are getting a bunch of first read targets, but then still like overperforming. What so you would that, expect. That's why you've been referencing it a lot, yeah. basically. It's because yeah. you realized it was an indicator uh, of kind of stardom, basically. Yeah. Like if you're if you're locked into that role and and crushing, hmm. like you're that's about as good as it gets. Okay, let's we should probably go Sanders, right? Get it, get that second. Well, Eagle. Waddle, yeah, Eagle, uh, uh Waddle, <laughs> but Waddle, are we gonna have Waddle, to take Tua? Waddle do we want to do you want to lock in Tua now and then we can get we'll probably think, get one of Waddle I, or Sanders? Yeah, yeah, I think Tua. Take Tua. Yeah, Tua. Okay. And then Waddle or Sanders. I like that. Although with the Burrow only... making it back, now I kind of wish we went Chase because we could. Yeah, Burrow didn't yeah. make it back to here in our last draft. It's easy. It's easy to say now. We also yeah. could have taken Burrow and prayed to God they didn't take uh, Higgins, but he would have, as we yeah. see there. So do you want to uh, get the Tua double or get the Miles? 
I think to a double. I think to a double too. Yeah, to a double. We can take uh, you know God damn. Scott or something and, and play that they'll give to a Tyreek Waddle and AJ Brown. That's unbelievable. I mean, the nice thing about playing this way is that uh, you kind of have the whole Miami offense now. So now you yes. can just like tack on a bunch. It's like, oh, I didn't yep. like if Gasecki's really the guy you nice made with the Eagles yeah. buy. <laughs> yeah. Like it's really easy to tell yourself, even though the Eagles are on buy and we're going to take multiple Eagles, that two Tyreek and Waddle could have a big game, even in a loss in the wild card. And obviously, we need them probably to win, but like we need them to win. Score. But we but, could also go a second AFC team. I wouldn't say a quarterback, but we could do a double NFC, double AFC, like a four team build because yes. we don't. We don't have to with AJ Brown, right? We get AJ Brown in the Super Bowl with a couple AFC pieces on the other side. Yep. Like maybe we're still alive. We probably can't do Bills and Chiefs because those teams we're gonna be going right. against two good we're, teams. We're, we're basically committed to a Bills Chiefs fade, but everything else is open to however we want to put this together. You 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 actually could still put together an NFC quarterback stack. And that's we don't, true. We, no, we then maybe that, her, that might actually be the smarter way to play it. Like a backdoor Purdy stack or a backdoor Jimmy G stack or yeah. whatever. I'm not saying that's what we want to do. I'm just now saying you want to do Purdy stacks. That, no, God, no, please. Purdy, no. Purdy stack. Whatever. You're going to have 100% Purdy exposure. <laughs> God, if I just hadn't drafted 100% Brock Purdy, I would have smashed this year. <laughs> All right, we're, we're up. What are we doing? Um, Ben's are literally there any dying. Eagles left? Devontae Smith's gone. Kenneth Gainwell. So the Eagles are gone. So no, we, need so to, we need to pivot to wait, another team. Who's that team? But we can do Gainwell later or something like that later. Uh, shit. We have 10 seconds. We could do Godwin. I know you guys are making fun of me for the Bucs. We don't have any Cowboys, and I think that's probably a good one. All right. I'm in the I'm in, I'll bet on that. Or Debo, if, but we just did Debo. Yeah, I didn't really the, want to do another Purdy team. <laughs> if the Bucks, If the Bucks beat the fucking... <laughs> If the Bucks, if the Bucks beat the Cowboys, I will. Is there a Bucks? Ben, ben just said that five thirty eight model is a piece of shit because it's not giving <laughs> Tampa Bay enough home field advantage. So. And I quote: "I'm going to be betting the Cowboys what against Tampa the Bucks. running backs are available. Any are, are they? Do, do, both go pretty late, so we can really tackle late. Fournette or White. So we got to get a Miami back and a Tampa back, which should be doable. So let's take Evans here yes. and then do that. Yes." All right, this is fine. Those wide receivers are they're pretty good. Wouldn't you pretty say? Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, but the so I guess I have a second here to say the other first read thing, which is that yeah, uh, the guys who don't have locked in roles, um, are they and are and are overperforming what you would expect from the first read targets are like not guys to to be super excited about like those oh, are dudes, interesting those are like your robert fosters and like the guys who like the guys Whoa. i think like i like robert foster please use another name next time well that but it's like okay the guy's getting on the field and they're not really looking to get him involved and he's blowing up and it's like he's on our radar but he's probably not on their radar I yeah, think that, yeah that's how that happens in, in a lot of cases it's variance you're 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 basically identifying variance to yeah. a wide receiver uh you know a uh, target per route run variance for a wide right. receiver. Like right. it looks good, but it's bullshit basically. Right. Like from, from the team schematic perspective. Right. It's, yeah. They, 
Yeah, exactly. It's the Chris Hogan. It's Chris Hogan, yeah. He got a shitload of targets, and it was like, well, he's out there. <laughs> he's out there with Tom Brady, and like, I don't know, he's running around, just no one's looking for him. And he happens to be open. Taking the running backs? I think we take. I think we take Jeff Wilson. Bucks okay. are done. Right. Do you really prefer Wilson? To, is Mostert gone? <coughs> I prefer Wilson to Mostert. Yeah. Didn't Mostert get more of the carries last week? He did. He but did. He barely ran the ball. Yeah. Yeah. Wilson's but looked so much. I better. think it's close. Yeah, Wilson has looked better for sure. I'm 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 fine with it. I'm just saying. You're not fine with it. Yeah, it. it's open. Where is Mostert? Mostert's way down. If you like Mostert, you could have. He's kind of yeah. He, he's he's kind of an interesting pick. Um, Rashad, you guys good with that? Yep. Yeah. What are we gonna do? With you... Nine and ten. I don't know. We're kind of out. We're kind of, we did all the things. <laughs> I guess we attack. So who's who's Quez? Is oh, Quez going to come back for the playoffs? He might. Uh, <clears throat> Scotty Miller, Gainwell. See that hurt? I thought he was like day to day or something. Who Quez? He's li- yeah, he's limited in practice. Quez isn't out. Yeah. Quez, I think, is a a viable tackle. Dude, that's fair. I think you could still put take Fournette on this team. I agree. I shouldn't have taken him out. Oh my god! I think my preferred would be Fournette Sherfield. Is that crazy? No. Well, I I think it would be nice to have a second eagle. Um, Yes. And we have we kind of already have we have the double stack plus Wilson, so I feel like Sherfield almost is like anti correlation. If we didn't get another eagle, you can I, I feel like I can tell myself a pretty good story that AJ Brown has some monster game that is pretty integral in yep. moving us forward, yep. but they still right. don't make the Super Bowl. If we start to stack them up, it gets harder to figure out how this is the best iteration. That's fair. As long as you have a Super Bowl uh group that fits. It's fine. I think Fournette and Scherf, like because we have Tua and Wilson and Waddle and Hill, we might as well just keep going Miami. I'm with, yeah, I think that makes sense. And Fournette, Fournette, Fournette makes like, a ton of sense. Yeah, because they're a, gonna have they're gonna alternate weeks of of viability usability. Right. This is kind of. Are there any other Dolphins? Gasecki. Uh, Gasecki around? We could go Gasecki. Yeah, but like, I feel like Sherfield's actually a better play than Gasecki at this point. Sherfield has more upside, doesn't he? Yeah, I think so. That's crazy to say, but. All right, this one's kind of fun. <laughs> All right, so Dolphins versus either Bucks, Eagles, or. Is that it? No, just Dolphins versus Bucks, pretty much. I think Dolphins versus Bucks. AJ Brown's to... helping you advance at some point. Yeah, but yeah. we have enough Eagle, or we have enough Dolphins, right? With Sherfield, that you can <coughs> that it could be Eagles. You're right, Eagles. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's why you take. That's Eagles. why you take. That's why you take Sherfield is because if it's a Dolphin stack with an AJB bring back, 
your Super Bowl it's, is still covered. It's doable, yeah. Someone yeah. suggested why not Mostert over Sherfield, and that's probably who we should Is Mostert be. available? You motherfucker. We took Trent Sherfield over <laughs> Maybe we did it. I don't I don't know. Did we? Let's not look it up and pretend like no, we I did. don't want to know. Yeah, just close Let's just say that we did. No, yeah, no, he went. <coughs> he went. Uh, he's gone. So don't worry about it. Because we've been doing this for two hours. I have slept like two hours. A People night. don't know that you know what Pete adds most of the show is ending it, and uh, yeah. without him, we went uh, the two and a half hours or whatever the fuck we did. So well, right, that'll be enough. Most of the show is ending. I mean, it's a, it's not an insignificant part of the show, as you learned tonight. <laughs> so let's get out of I'm here. I'm gonna be out next week, so Pat is gonna be riding solo next. Oh, week. Oh, baby! Okay. I got a kids' uh, music recital that I'm excited about. Oh, you did tell you did tell us that yeah. actually. Um, Pat, I'll Pat, I'll that. join you. Pat, I'll All join right. you. All right, we'll get some. We'll get Pat Eric on. We'll get someone else on as well, and we'll do another do another show. All right, what do you guys got going on? Plug, plug, plug. plug. Go ahead, Ben. Go ahead, no, Ben. I, they know my plugs. You go ahead. Um, I, I will plug like the spike week tools that we have going on right now are really, honestly, if you're playing best ball, super fun for tracking your advance rates, your player combinations that you need to know. A lot of the stuff we were talking about tonight, like how do you advance without Josh Jacobs? How do you advance with Derek Henry? All that kind of stuff. That's the literally everything we were building at spike week so go to spikeweek.com uh check it out and it's i'm totally 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 biased but it is the one tool i use every single day for uh my best ball like exposure and stuff so uh just check that out that's the only thing i have uh to plug all right, check out the walkthrough on Fridays. I'll be back on the Fantasy Football Happy Hour on Fridays, uh, on this Friday, and uh, but I won't be playing song. So uh, no, no betrayals of the players that I love most deeply. We'll see you guys next week.